he asked me was where I liked it. I told him, This is a gay's only event! Howdy, niggas! What? What's going on? No! The weed! There it is! The weed! Like, do I give a fuck? No! There it is! How many fucks do I give? Zero! Exactly! There it is! You got them gay. I never said LGBT last night. Hey guys and ladies, welcome back to the One and a Half Lesbians podcast, your only podcast where it's GMO, antibiotic, organic podcast. Okay, I, I know where you was going with that one. GMO, right. We're a GMO-free podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this is locally sourced, locally backyard, sourced, uh, homegrown. homegrown podcast. <laughs> very healthy (laughs) i'm adriana the lesbian and i'm b the half we upload usually every wednesday except for that one Um, time it was a fluke though it really was it was just at one time but like i don't know you never know like i don't know stay (laughs) stay vigilant stay woke stay woke (laughs) y'all but um you to make sure you're tuning in every week and you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at 1.5 lesbians to stay up to date and continue the conversation. If you want to see me uh, get mad at my watermelons for not sprouting and my tomatoes for not ripening, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Namaste Woke. For random thoughts and complaints, you can follow me on Twitter at Ultra Lesbian. For crochet content, you can follow me on Instagram at crochet with a. Oh. Um, <laughs> don't forget we have a Patreon. Uh, it's a way to support us because we do, I was thinking about it. I was like, you guys get nothing, but you guys actually get a lot. If you think about it now, kind stay of, with especially me. Especially if you listen to the whole episode, you kind of got a lot. Like, like stay with me though. You get an episode every week. Like, forget the fluke. How many flukes have we had in the last three years? First, In the last year, one. Right. Okay. How many niggas can say <laughs> that? Then you get to stream in the discord. So we pay with your money, but we pay for stars, <laughs> pay for Hulu. We pay for all these streaming platforms and we stream them to you. So if, even if you don't give us money, you reap the benefits from that. It's real community oriented. Then you get the <laughs> halftime show and we have amazing guests. Like, come on now. You get an extra. So you get five episodes per month. You get streaming yeah. access. You can talk to us in the discord too. And you can talk to other people in the discord. And then on top of that, occasionally we post stuff in the Patreon too. Like, come on. Yeah. It's kind of like a buffet over here if you really think about it. There's something for everybody. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Very much fed. Yeah. Like... Locally sourced, GMO free buffet of podcast material. And we're gay. <laughs> like, come on. And we're gay. Like, that deserves a couple dollars. A couple dollars. I, I don't know. I don't know. Like, you can join our <laughs> Discord. We watch P-Valley every Sunday. Not this Sunday, though, because they said they're taking a break. Cause, like, According to Wikipedia, it's still airing on the 17th. Katori Hall? said they were taking a break? Katori Hall said they're taking a break. On Twitter? Yeah. Well, they need to update the wiki page. I don't think they control What's that. What's going on? I, I don't know if they control that. I don't know. We're going to see if they're available on Sunday to watch P-Valley. Interesting. Katori Hall definitely said Because I stalk her page after the episode after the episode because she posts all like the little the things that i like you know like why the scene was this way and you know true a little behind the scenes i love that i love that her wine nouns speaking of halftime show too it comes out on friday and guess who our guest this month is it's jordan occasionally like guys it's a great episode episode. is so good like yeah i was cracking up it's a good episode it's it's funny it's good like from an artist perspective yeah you get some behind the scenes with jordan occasionally stuff we talk a lot we have a lot of games talk about capitalism love jordan occasionally they're great um so let's get into the show did capitalism win this week yes capitalism won this week 
because I don't know. I'm just waiting. It's just a waiting game to hear back from these damn jobs. Bro. I had my interview, which I think went well. Could have mm-hmm. been better, but like I still feel like I did well. I'm, right. so, I'm qualified, highly qualified. For eleven dollars right? an hour, that shit is about as good as you gonna get. Uh, twelve seventy five. Ooh, okay. Excuse me. Talk. I'm getting ma- minimum wage. Talk so, your right? shit, big big baller, <laughs> big money, be- <laughs> big money a <laughs> like shit. Yeah, <laughs> not big money a. <laughs> yeah, this little part time gig. I don't know until, bro. It'll be cute, but commute long as fuck. So capitalism one. I want you to learn how to drive. I don't want to learn how to drive, so... Little Miss scared of driving, face ass. I- I'll be that. I'll be that. <laughs> you would rather take two hours on the bus than try and learn would, how to drive? drive a car? Absolutely. You're... Is there something wrong with your brain? That makes sense yes, to you? Yes, bitch, I have anxiety. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> driving is not that bad, bro. Um, no. I beg to differ. When I, I don't remember how old I was. Maybe 17, 18. I don't know. When I, I went to driving school. Mm-hmm. I did the, the few hours in the car. So you paid for hit, driving school? I paid for driving Help. school. $300. Help? And you didn't get the I'd license? I'd be so mad. I'd be like, man, if I didn't pay that $300, I'd be so rich right now. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> First of all. <laughs> Shit would have gone either way. It would have gone either way. But like, yeah, I went to driving school. I did the little hours of driving. And then uh-huh. after, like, I was starting to drive in the car with my mom. And I just didn't. I was like, I'm scared. Like, I don't like it. And then I accidentally, there was, like, this weird turn mm-hmm. where I was supposed to, like, still be with, like, the traffic lights. But mm-hmm. it went to the highway. Mm-hmm. And so I went on the highway by accident. Oh, that's first, That was my first time driving in the highway. Aww. I was like, oh, fuck. No. <laughs> like, I pulled over. I was like, no. My mom was like, yeah, just pull on over. Pull over. <laughs> She drove the rest of the way home. I'm screaming. That $300 alone would have made me get my license. Nah, I was like, you know what? Like, I don't care enough. Um, like, I was like, nope. I was like, this death machine I'm in, I'm supposed to drive. You're no. not supposed to think about it. You got to dissociate while you drive. Well, I couldn't do it. You have to. So, I always And I was like, <laughs> I feel like I was, the lanes were really tight. I was like, how do I stay in the lane? Like, how do I not hit the cars? How do I not hit the little thing okay, on the show? Like, eh. I was like, I don't need to do this. I live in a city with public transportation. Do you? I don't need to do this. But, Okay. Okay, okay, well, maybe it's not as good right over here, but... I was like, we have public transportation? <laughs> it could be better. It could be a lot it's better. because I live in an area where most people have cars, so they're like, fuck people who need the bus over here. Yeah, pretty much. We should really have a light rail system, but... Like, at my old, at my old house, the bus came more frequently mm. over there, so... Oh, It was cool. Fair. Yeah. True. And, yeah, and then I was in Baltimore. Hella, I got public transportation, and almost everywhere I needed to go, I could walk. True. So... I was like, I'm good. Like, as long as I'm not living in, like, the middle of fucking nowhere, like, I'm good. Oh, so you're not coming to my ranch? I mean, I feel like we're not going to be too removed from society, you know? Or maybe by then I'll have, like, a little scooter or something. So you drive a scooter but not a car? A scooter is not the death machine. Help? It literally exposes you to the elements and to other people's but it machines. feels it feels a little safer because I, I could be like on the sidewalk or something you or cannot on be on the, the sidewalk road. with a scooter bitch i'll do whatever i want you will get a but fine leave me alone <laughs> ah! <laughs> i don't care you're not going to convince me to learn how to drive okay i, I literally need it. i don't know why i keep trying it's i love like uber i have people in my life who will drive me places if i need to and i don't rely on them all the time Fair. anyway so like i'm self-sufficient okay I don't need a car. You self-sufficient on the bus. Sure am. And the train. Shit. <laughs> That's not so <laughs> I buy an Uber too. Not buy an Uber. <laughs> Two hours of commute on a bus would literally drive me insane. I don't know. I guess just because it's it's only a part-time job and I don't plan on being there for very long. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. 
it's like it's not gonna be that deep and i like i'll deal with it like you know, I don't know. My mom also told me that she like she used to have a two hour commute Jesus way back Christ. when. She was like she worked somewhere in Virginia. I was yeah, like, I remember Girl. that. She was just like, well, like I. She said I had to do what I had to do. See, I'm, and I think that's the difference between me and a lot of people. I'm just not gonna do what I have to do. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> Literally, I was looking for jobs this morning, and I was like, mm, I was like thirty minute commute. Fuck no, like. Screaming <laughs> thirty minute. I wish. Hell no! I hate traffic. I hate being in the, well, I don't hate being in the car for extended amount of time. I actually really like driving. It's my toxic trait as an environmental scientist. See, now you trying to convince me to drive. You love driving. Don't try to convince me to drive. Leave me alone. Like, uh, but like, I hate traffic. Like, if I, because I know 30 minutes is really going to be 45 because it's going to be traffic all the time. So I need a 15 minute commute because then I'm going to be in the car 30 minutes max. Like, if I'm driving aimlessly with nowhere to go, oh, I'll drive for hours. Back roads, windy roads, like... I, I literally literally stir, stir in your little hoopty oh okay like like i drove like in this random farm and i like i stopped one time and was talking to the farmer and all this shit like i just hopped up like i love i love doing that country bumpkin foot out the window like barefoot driving i it's my toxic trait but i do not like driving to work i do not like commuting to work i think i don't like working but yeah that too that that'll do it hate working yeah i still don't have a full-time job um which is great i guess like fuck me i mean it's great for your time but terrible for your pockets like my pockets aren't hurting but it's like could be better like i just feel like i want to have a job so i can i don't know start paying into social security or something or like you know i feel like i feel like i don't know I feel like, like, I'm trying to, I'm trying to pay up to my pension. Like, like I feel like I should be making a salary. Like I feel like I would I don't know, even if it was like fifty K, but like I feel like if I was living at That's home good. making a salary, like I don't know. I think I just want to save more money. I don't know what I'm scared of. Like I'm just like I need to save some money right now. I don't know why. <laughs> like I don't buy anything anyway, so I like have a you know, a good cushion, but I'm like I don't I'm know. Like, hmm, preparing for something. Yeah, I was like, mm, maybe this is my like, I don't know, immigrant child poverty trauma coming out. <laughs> need money i don't know like mm, it needs to have savings need plus to... i was looking at houses and i was like mm, i want to start buying a house like i don't know i think my like <laughs> nesting instinct is coming in my hunter gathering like i need to nest i don't know that's what my therapist <laughs> said my therapist is like maybe like i don't know you need stability and like i need my own place i think that's also it i need my yeah own place. definitely i can't live here Bro, i things. was like i was like this the full-time job needs to come through because if i have to stay here another year oh i'm gonna hate myself <laughs> like i can't i can't live like this i can't live like this love i can't live like this we're living in squalor like (laughs) like i think i think i just need a place to make my own like i just enjoy living somewhere that i can like make all the rules call the shots because i haven't been able to like pretty much leave the house in a few weeks we'll talk about this later when i have surpassed all of this and elevated (laughs) Um, but like, I've been relying on these niggas to grocery shop. Tell me why we have four gallons of milk in the refrigerator. Who's buying this? Why are we buying four gallons of milk? It doesn't make any sense. Like, I don't know. I just, I need control over the kitchen. And right now I don't. And like Mm. having my own house, like I'm just, I'm a food person. I just need control. (laughs) Bro, the shit is a mess. And like, I'll be like, how? I was like, okay. I was like, I don't know how it's got, how it got like this. Like and how and we just gonna keep it like this? Like what I'm are we doing? What are do we it. doing? <laughs> like for me, it's the fridge. Like I'm like, why are we saving this? Like my family will literally save 
a quarter of a banana and put in the fridge. Why are we saving the banana? Throw it away or eat it. What the fuck? Like, I can't stand that shit. Bruh, my family, they be leaving shit in the fridge, too. I'd be like, so this is gonna die in here, huh? Like, and then it eventually moves to the back. I'm like, throw it away. My mom's like, we can't eat that. Then eat it. Right. <laughs> then like, eat why it. Why are eating it, then? Mm-hmm. Like, we be saving, my parents love saving a sauce from any restaurant. Why do we have Taco Bell sauces? We make salsa ourselves. We make guacamole ourselves. We don't need to eat Taco Bell sauce. Like, now, I do be saving the sauces. Hell no. Off. I hate But that also, shit. eventually, my shit gets used. Like, I don't know. We, ne- But that's the thing. Ours never gets used. Oh, so see, that's another thing. Hoarding shit you know you're not going to use. Bro. Like, mm-hmm. like, salad dressings from random places. All the- I'm like, we buy salad dressings. We make salad dressing now. Like, I started making salad dressing from scratch because I was like, it just tastes better. Like, I get to customize the salad Her. dressing. You know, I made some bread this week. I mm, might need to workshop that one recipe. Child, we're going to be buying bread from the store for a little bit longer. Like, (laughs) (laughs) I thought that shit was going to be easy. I put the yeast in the joint and like baked it. My mom was like, "Mm." she was like, this looks like unleavened. It literally looked like the shit Jesus like (laughs) broke apart and fed to the people. That shit was crazy. (laughs) So I don't know. Somebody was like, buy a bread maker. But I was like, I don't need another appliance that's just going to sit there. That's another thing. Right. My family has so many appliances. George Foreman grill, air fryer, this fryer, wok, electric wok. I'm like, come on, bro. Let's downsize. <laughs> it's just too much. It's just too much unnecessary shit. Like, they just be keeping shit. And my sister wants to buy a juicer. I'm like, no, we don't need no juicer. Better use a juicer for one, one thing. And abandon it. She wanted to make beet lemonade. I was like, bitch, I'll make beet lemonade. Beet lemonade. They don't make that. They, they don't have that in the store somewhere. She wanted to make it from scratch. So I grew beets for her. And then I made the beet lemonade. I just boiled the beets and then ground them up in their own water, strained it, and then used that and then built the lemonade on top of that. You do not need a juicer. I don't even know what beets taste like. Like, do that even taste taste good? They, once you like peel them. Oh, well, because I'm like, what flavor is that adding to the lemonade? None. Uh, It made a pretty color. Maybe health benefits? I don't don't know. I was like, maybe the beet does. Maybe the fiber. I don't know. It tasted, Mm -hmm. it tasted okay. Like, it tasted like sugar. And then I put, because beets kind of have, like, a dirty taste, or they can. They just taste earthy, not dirty. So I put, mm. like, mint in there, too. And it tasted really good. But I was like, I don't taste beet. Like, but beets have, like, sugar in them, so I needed to use less sugar. So I was like, okay. Mm. I don't know. I think my sister just, like, she has these she- fantasies, these ideas. <laughs> and I'm like. Screaming. <laughs> literally. And then I'm studying for the LSAT, so everybody pray for me. Prayer circle. Mm, um, prayers up. Bro. <laughs> so i'm mad though because i paid 150 dollars for this lsat class and then i'm taking the class and why the whole class is look up what law schools you can get into with your score and study using khan academy mind you khan academy is free so what the hell did they what the pay? hell did i pay for <laughs> and then the lsat oh, wants 215 of my hard-earned african-american dollars to fucking take the shit at my own house with my own Wi-Fi on my fucking own laptop with my own so, time. What am I paying for? Literally, I was like, you paid like with the internet I pay for, the lights I pay for. The lights I pay for, the electricity I pay for. So what am I giving you money for? The Access Wi-Fi to the I test? pay for. Why am I literally for you to give me an arbitrary number so I can get into law school? Huh? Oh, this shit is a scam. Bro. And it'd be like, they make it so you can't even like bypass this shit. It'd be like, no, you must pay. Mu- you must take this test. I was trying to sign up for a fee waiver, but then they want your bank account information. They want all this intrusive ass shit. I was like, nigga. I feel like I should yeah. just be able to be like, I got a Pell Grant in college. Right. <laughs> the fuck else do you need? Like, 
okay, if I have money in my bank account, it's not for you. Right. It was like, that don't mean, like, this is spoken for. This is spoken for money. Like, this is savings. this is Bill's money. Like Right. And I was like, who's going to determine what's a lot and what's not? Like, okay, if I have $216 in my bank account, are you going to be like, yeah, you can pay for it? Right. So, I don't know. That just blew the shit out of me. And I was like, and I have to study by myself. Like, I have to... you. Like, the $150 didn't come with no helmet to put the information in my brain. Like, I have with to do the no study. no additional... Inf- it's, like, all on you. It's all on me to to study. That's so crazy. See? That's how college be a scam sometimes. Because it'd be Bro. like, you're paying me to read these books. I have to do the studying? Them. It's like, I could have just bought the book and didn't pay for the class. Like... If I wanted shit. to learn it, right? Exactly. And then, on top of that, they'd be like, well, you can't expect to get an A in this class without studying. And it's like, I feel like I should expect that sorry like is it realistic no but like i'm paying you to stand up there and like talk at me college is a scam everyone and then <laughs> i paid when i got my degree in the mail i was so depressed for days after because i looked at it and i looked at it and i was like this is an expensive ass piece of paper i struggled okay, for six like... years to get a fucking piece of paper that's still in the fucking carton Right. I feel like certain degrees, like you don't even, I don't know, like the college aspect, like what are you getting out of the class that you're not, that you couldn't get from reading the book on your own instead of I guess the, the fact that own. you wasn't going to read the book on your own. True. Maybe that's it. Like, I don't know. Or like you want class discussion or whatever. It's like, mm. Like post, not post, we live in a post COVID world, but post COVID. Oh, college was like, I fear. My sister's training to be a nurse. Oh, oh. I fear for us. God. Fear for the next generation of Zoom nurses. nurses of America. My God. My sister be like, I don't know what's going on in this class, but I have an A. I was like, oh, stop. Oh, no. I was like, oh, you are not We're allowed doomed. to touch me. <laughs> <laughs> you will not be my nurse. Like, because I'm like, I didn't do better in Zoom school. I just don't like learning on the internet. I think it's like, I don't know what it is about. Yeah. I need the paper and pencil. I'm so I'm glad I graduated the year before this Help. shit. Woof. Woo. Amen. All right. <laughs> I was skirting the fuck out of them classes though. I was like, my Wi-Fi went down. I don't have this capability. It was mad easy to pass. Like in Damn. that first year after, yikes! Like we're doomed. Yeah, I feel bad, especially for like our students. Like, oh, being in person is actually really important. important especially yeah. if you're doing like critiques and stuff. Right. And you need to be with certain equipment. So I'm right. like, I don't know what the fuck they was doing after the pandemic Vibes. started. I ain't kept in contact with nobody. Um, Help. So. <laughs> you don't got no friends from college? Nah, I think I follow a couple people on Twitter, but mm-hmm. like, not like friend friends. Like, oh, my mom said I was weird for having friends that I still talk to. In caught co- from college, from like that's middle school weird. and stuff, or middle school. That's not weird. I feel like that's not weird. She said that was strange. Like, I think that's pretty common. Like, you oh. people still keep in touch. I mean, not me. I was like, bye everybody. Help. I don't know. <laughs> Didn't. <laughs> everybody <laughs> i don't know See I, y'all also, later. I, I let anxiety rule my life in college as well oh so i was like mm, staying home i think i went to one bsu meeting and then i was like oh that made me super anxious never doing that again help i hated our bsu like whoa <laughs> it was everyday light skin dark skin oh oh and no. africans <laughs> versus african-american like oh jesus oh brother i was like i don't know no community organizing back, but... no hoping <laughs> okay they <laughs> said nope just useless debates like twitter debates and vibes <laughs> <laughs> um speaking of vibes last week we forgot it was our birthday right it was it's our podcast anniversary on july 3rd it was our golden year too you're we supposed to make a wish or something are we i don't know third on third i feel like that 
L. I don't know. I feel like, <laughs> I feel like we should have done something. I don't know. We're three. I don't know. It was just like, eh. It's, it's like it's like my actual birthday. I was Me. like, yep. Yep. It happened. Another year older. <laughs> A year older. Another year doing the podcast. I get so anxious <laughs> around my birthday. I don't know. I always cry. Mm, I can't. Just like getting older. I don't know. I feel like this was my first birthday where I was like, damn, I'm getting older. Hmm. Mm. That quarter, I'd be like, quarter life. I'm crisis. like 25. That's a big number. Right. Like, that's substantial. That has some weight to it. That's like a doom two five. Like. <laughs> so that shit like you got locked up. Like <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I feel like, yeah, 25 is a substantial amount of time, but also I don't remember like 18 years of it. So yeah, I don't know. It was just like, I feel I like I've only been adult. alive for like five years. No bullshit. <laughs> Could not tell you what happened. 18, 19. <laughs> Screaming. Yeah, I feel like I'm, like, three. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in adult years, like, yeah. like Yeah, you're a baby young. in adult years, yeah. Or, like, we're baby adults. Adult starts at 21. I don't care what nobody says. Yeah, I feel like you definitely got to be out of the you out of the teen. No longer have a teen at the end of your age. Yeah, and even at 20. <laughs> mm. yeah, yeah, like, even early 20s, you could still make some stupid decisions. Like, the brain don't finish developing till 25, 26, right? right. Usually. Uh, so some of y'all niggas is seeming like 30, but... Okay, uh, I don't know. Maybe they growth was stunted. I don't know. Frontal lobe, they was drinking coffee. <laughs> <laughs> My parents always used to say that. What, that's full of coffee? No, like if you're, if you if your brain is full of coffee. <laughs> no, if you drank coffee, because I used to like the smell of it. And I was like, I can have coffee. They're like, no, it's going to make you stupid. Um, So that's when, <laughs> whenever somebody is like dumb and older, I'm like, you must have been drinking coffee when you were a child screaming i know that's probably not <laughs> what it is <laughs> they're gonna be like all that caffeine is stunting your development blah, blah, blah. well first they said it was gonna make you short then i was like well i want to be short because i'm tired of being 5 11 and 10 years old um, <laughs> then they had to switch it <laughs> but shout out to us though three shout- years strong as someone said the podcast can now enroll in head start program mm. look at us <laughs> will we make it to kindergarten mm. oh look at us <laughs> look at us who would have thought who would have thought Honestly, me. I did. I was like, yeah. At least five years, Sean. I don't know. I literally, when we started, I had no image of the future. <laughs> I was like, yeah, let's just do the thing. I don't know. Yeah, just do it. <laughs> thank you. And now I'm like, yeah, let's still do the thing. Yeah. Thank you to everybody who is listening <laughs> yeah. to us doing the thing. Thanks to to anyone who's been listening from the beginning and you're still here. Shout out to Because I would have left. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I'm. I'm probably never gonna listen to old episodes. Hell no. Change. Hell no. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. I'm be like that was the old me. Don't hold me accountable for nothing I said in the past. I don't know. <laughs> you can't fuck me. That was the old podcast. You fucking with the new podcast. <laughs> Speaking of getting fucked, DoorDash. <laughs> First of all, everybody's fake because nobody texted me talking about get you some free DoorDash. Right, they had some glitch going on where you could just get like however much food for free, and you didn't have to have like a authorized form of payment. So like you put in any number. Wow, people were ordering food, alcohol, everything, bro. Ugh, I was scared though because I was like, I don't know. I feel like right with my look. But when I read like a couple articles, it seems like DoorDash isn't going to. Well, it said none of the people who have said they have like a negative bank account has been verified and then doordash was like they're gonna they're checking in with merchants to make sure that they have 
uh, they've gotten reimbursed because, like, they mm-hmm. are really the people. I, I guess DoorDash just said they're going to take the L. Because I was like, I feel like if DoorDash, like, negative your account for $17,000, that means you're never going to order DoorDash again. Yeah. Like, that might be a bigger loss. <laughs> for real. Yeah, I mean, they should just take the L, I feel like. Yeah, I mean, y'all like, up, that's your programmer's fault. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, whatever. I don't know. Whatever's going on and then the, y'all technology or y'all Bro. whatever. I don't know. I saw people ordering, like, hundreds of bottles of liquor. Right. I was, like, seeing, like, $1,000 totals. I was like, y'all really wilding out. Huh? And then didn't tip? Now, that part I thought was super wild. Y'all like, really not about bought, community. Like, so much stuff and no tip. You didn't even have to pay for you it. You didn't have to pay for the tip either. Like, everything was $0 for you, so why not add a few extra hundred on the tip? Right. Y'all really not community-oriented. Damn, that could have made some DoorDashers day. Like, yeah, because, like, the DoorDasher had to bring all the shit to you. Right. I saw one, they had, they had like, all these bags of food and stuff, and the tip was, like, $2. Bro. I was like, y'all are sick, actually. Yeah, like, y'all are bad people. You heathens never, at 15%, at least, I don't even be tipping 15% no more. If like, I knew it was a glitch, it don't matter. Like... Exactly. It'd be like, well, at least a hundred dollars. We all win. Like, <laughs> niggas only be thinking about themselves, and that's why we'll never succeed. <laughs> mm. Uh, speaking of only thinking about themselves, aha, Elon Musk can't buy Twitter. Uh-huh. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I hate how it was like some big thing that he was buying it, and then his broke ass can't even. It's so funny because the astrologers were literally like, "This is not going to go through." See these placements, X, Y, and Z of the announcement. Ah! I was they like, always be right. I was like, not astrology strikes again, but I have broke ass. And he's getting sued by Twitter because there was some clause in the agreement that like, if he backed out of the deal after a certain date, then he would have to pay X amount of money. Oh, per Yeah. Give up that money, Elon. You know that nigga got nine kids? Nine kids? Who the fuck? I was, fuck I was seeing something about he had like secret children, but I didn't know it was that many kids. Why hella ugly ass men have tons of children? Like, Boris Johnson, um, from the UK, apparently he resigned or something. I didn't look into that. I was like, congrats, Britain, or, like, sorry to your loss. I'm not reading all that. Um, (laughs) he has, like, seven children himself. I was like, him? Seven kids. Yeah, Elon Musk has, like, twins now. He just got twins. And I was like, didn't you just have, like, two kids with Grimes? What's going on? Who was fucking you? For real. His ugly ass. And the lady who he has twins with now was his employee. (gasps) Ooh. And I was like, uh... Oh, mm. we're not gonna look into that. We just gonna. I was like, feels like that's an HR violation. I don't know. Some some name right over there. I don't know. Like I was like, you got the racial lawsuits. You looking like you gonna have some sexual assault lawsuits. Like, listen, and, I wouldn't be surprised if he has already paid someone off in the past. Oh, for quiet. sure. Because that's what all these rich guys do. Yeah, they and, pay someone off, and it goes quiet. And Tesla is like having issues. Like a bunch of their little not gas stations, but like their little. Uh, E- charging even, stations yeah, those are getting like repossessed because they haven't paid like the rent like you have to pay rent <laughs> to like put them there i'm screaming honestly if you own a tesla it's kind of an l in itself like, yeah every time i see a tesla i'm like oh elon must stand <laughs> like ah, oh, sad like but you could have just gotten a prius you're a little stupid because you i don't know i feel like it's already limited it's not like it's a charging station on every corner like a gas station like it's kind of stupid i don't know i think you could <laughs> charge them at your house but i was like that electric bill yeah, but I mean, if you can afford a Tesla. I guess. I don't know. I feel like a lot of broke-ass niggas got Teslas, but what do I know? I feel like they get them just because, like, the branding. They're like, mm, Tesla. And I'm like, mm, malfunctioning vehicle. Uh, like, okay. you can't open the door when it's too cold. Oh. 
And I think there was some, there was this one thing I heard about their like autopilot feature thing. Like if they're about to crash or something, like it turn it off immediately so that they won't be liable to be like, help this autopilot. Ah! Hello. Like, so it would like automatically like turn off and like, go back to manual before like impact or something. What the fuck? I was like, um, okay. Okay. I see why you scared to drive. <laughs> But also, I was, I'm also scared to drive because niggas are reckless. Niggas out here don't know how to drive. You got a accents. really defensive drive. It's not me. I mean, you've been in the car with me before, so you know how to drive. But. You be dri- you was driving a little crazy sometimes. Like, <laughs> my sister be driving. She be speeding a little. She got a little lead foot up on the gas pedal. I be like, all right. Mm. You got to really like be defensive when you're driving. You got to act a mm-hmm. little, little insane. And maybe that's why I don't need to be driving. I don't need to be on the road. They don't need anxious drivers on the road. They don't. Okay. Because <laughs> I'm going to be honking at you. I'm going to be like, why the fuck are you going 20 miles an hour on the highway? Beep, beep. I would be going, I would literally be going like no more than five above the speed limit. I literally. I was like, that's accurate. I was like, that sounds no. good, right? Like close to the speed limit. But also I hate the people when you're in the fast lane. I'm already going 75. Why are you on my ass? How fast are you going? I hate those people. So like, I feel like I'm a mid, I'm not the worst driver, but I definitely be like, I will do it. You'd be like, right. I will do an illegal U-turn. I will like stop reverse in the middle of the street and to go to my turn. Driving in Baltimore was crazy though. So yeah, you kind of had to be a driver. You had to be. Yeah. You had to be a crazy (laughs) driver in Baltimore. I feel like when I'm home in like this neck of the woods, like I'm definitely a calmer driver. There's not as many cars. You have bigger space on the road. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe not as many aggressive drivers. Right. Baltimore drivers literally like... They would pass me and then, like, honk. I'd be like, that's why your car fucked up. Like, the whole bumper would be off. I'm like, of course your car yep. fucked up. Like, of course you're a terrible driver. I can see it on your car. Like, Yeah, that's what I think if you live in Baltimore, your car insurance is higher. Help. Just because of... I think <laughs> my my when my sister was going to school up there, she was, like, trying to bring her car up there. My dad was trying to be like, no, no, you know, insurance is expensive, blah, blah, blah. And I was like... Help, okay. is it really? But it's because y'all be... They be reckless out there. I must have been like, doing some illegal shit with my insurance because <laughs> my shit never increased. I don't know. I guess it might depend. but I think I'm also older, so maybe. I don't know. Oh, my yeah, insurance goes down next month. Oh, per. Because <laughs> that shit is... Jesus. And you can't get a red yeah. car. <laughs> you can't get a colorful Damn. car. Why not? Because it raises your insurance. That's weird. It's all a scam, I swear. Like, they... Why? It's so, like, nitpicky with all the little details that could make your shit go higher. And, like, I think also they do it by gender, too. Yeah. So they'll do a higher based on men that. men like, have a higher <laughs> i'd be like well if they've if the data has shown yeah my brother it. wants a car so bad my parents are like fuck no like they're like no we're not paying the insurance <laughs> absolutely not absolutely not yeah you better get a job that can pay for it he has a job but he can't, can't pay for no car with that job i don't know uh, he's gonna get a hoopty like the rest of us did like i don't know why he think he about hey, to get a brand no shame. new that's what i'm saying he think he's about to get a ferrari i'm like nigga like huh there's no shame in driving a hoopty like, like honestly preferred if it works it works like i don't know you're gonna get a car that's older than you and you're gonna drive that shit for 10 years like i was like i don't know why you expecting more from our parents literally like uh like do you know them uh, right i was <laughs> like maybe i don't know i was like these niggas is maybe going- he's delusional maybe he's like well i'm the youngest literally maybe it'll be different for me literally eh. and it is now, every time a, a little bit true it's a combination of being him being the youngest and a boy and being mm. delusional <laughs> and delusional mm, sick 
See, I don't know. I'm kind of glad I don't have a brother because I'm be like, how would things have been different? When I tell you I cannot stand sharing a bathroom. Oh, Jesus. Terrible. I just, I don't like sharing bathrooms, period. Constant smell of piss. I don't mind if the other person is like cognizant that like other people use the bathroom, but it's like, why? Yeah. Why is there gelatinous pee in the toilet? What's going on here? <laughs> just like, what the fuck? <laughs> why is the floor wet? <laughs> why is the floor wet like it killed me son like why is the fucking floor wet son that's why i think bathroom in the kitchen that's why i have to move out because i need my own bathroom i'm sorry like yeah i'm bougie don't care and i can't live with you queers no queer (laughs) mansion sorry sorry yeah if i if y'all catch me with roommates again it's the end of days like (laughs) i will simply stay in my mom's house like oh like if i'm going if i have to have a roommate i'm just gonna stay here at least i know these stay home like (laughs) <laughs> at least I know these niggas. Right, it was like, at least I know these niggas, like, aside from, like, cleanliness, like, you know, it's, it's chill having them nearby and just being like, hey, da 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 or right. if, getting, if one of us gets food, sometimes we get food for everybody, like, Right, because next thing like you that. know, Sock gonna be talking about, yeah, you're triggering me because you asked me to wash the fucking dishes and clean up after myself and flush the toilet and scoop out my cat poop, like, now I'm on Twitter getting blasted. Uh, triggering, throwing back to when I <laughs> subletted that apartment with those white people! Now I'm getting dragged Woo. on Twitter as an abuser, and all I did was ask you if I clean all up after yourself. Is have some common fucking decency <laughs> and clean up after yourself. Like, and I'm like, at least I could yell about these at these niggas about COVID. Like, y'all gonna be out at the bars? I might as well say home. True. Yeah. I also I was like, I can't have no roommates because I know they're not gonna care about COVID. I know as y'all not. Most of y'all don't anymore, which is really wild. Craziness. And the monkeypox help. Oh, and the, I was like, not, it's about to be two pandemics at the same time. I think we're going through what the Egyptians were going through, like the plague. Not the plague. I think that's what's happening. Like, <laughs> be like, all right, so we had the first, COVID was the first one. Second one is monkeypox. What's next? Fascism. Oh, brother. <laughs> that's like five and one right there. Help. Like, yeah, I was thinking about it last night. I was like, is this what the Egyptians were going through? <laughs> I was just like, this is about to get really bad. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was thinking, this is kind of related, but not really. Then I was thinking, like, in the future, because you know, I'm always thinking about the future. But in the future, are they going to think, like, Beyonce was our queen? Or, like, because I don't think she's going to be lost to the sands of time. You know what I mean? Oh, for sure. She'll live on forever. Right. But I was like, are they going to think she was a queen? Or, like, you know, or are we misinterpreting, like, Egyptian stuff? Because I'm like, what if Cleopatra was just, like, an influencer? <laughs> like, what if she was just some girl that, like, everybody really liked and she wasn't, like, a queen? You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't. I don't know how what people would think in the future. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I was like, is Beyonce gonna be a queen? Like, are they gonna like? She's not beating the white woman test, though. Oh, I'm sorry. Hundred years from now, they're gonna be like, she was actually a white woman. <laughs> oh no! Gonna they be like are gonna French ancestry. Like we have to, <laughs> we have to hold her up after after death, oh, brother. I've been thinking about Beyonce a lot lately. I'm not sure why. I had this dream. Because the album is coming out in like a couple weeks. She's really in my brain because, okay, I think like Saturday or something, I had a dream. Not to be a I had a dream ass nigga. (laughs) But you are I had a dream ass nigga. I am. (laughs) My kids are going to be so upset. I'll be like, you can't go out. I had a dream. Be like, I had a dream. (laughs) But, okay, in the dream, I heard a part of Beyonce's album and she she played track five for me. And she like, she was so nice. 
it was like a room full of us. It wasn't just me. She was so sweet and nice, but I was sitting like close to the front and she was like, hold on to this. And it was like this trapeze ass thing. And then she was like, okay, I'm about to play the song for you. It was like me and one other person. She had hold the trapeze. Bitch, when I tell you she played that track and it literally blew me around the room <laughs> off the trapeze. <laughs> and it was crazy because like, usually if I'm like falling or flying or something in a dream, I'll just wake up. I did not like... It literally pushed my fucking forehead back in the dream. It was crazy. That song was so good. I don't remember it with a beat or nothing. All I remember was like, I sat back down and then she was like, how did you like it? I was like, that was fucking incredible. That's all you I remember. literally blew me away. Literally. Like- and I was like, oh, I see why you like put Break My Soul like as a track. Cause like the rest of it was like so good that like, I don't know. It was crazy. Mm, fingers so, crossed. Fingers crossed. <laughs> Yo, this to be flying. I was like, bitch. I was like, and then- not to be like the walls fell down, but she had she had this play. She was she had a play for us, like a literal play that was being performed as the mm-hmm. act one, and that was part of like the play. Like it was an interactive play or something. I was like, bitch. So I don't know. I don't know if that's real or not. But like in the dream, I was like, bitch. I'm a Beyonce stan. Like as much <laughs> as much as my critiques, but I was like, the woman is talented. I'm sorry. Like she blew me away in a dream. Oh, I'm so excited for the album. I'm also really excited. It's going to be like, I think it's about two weeks now. Yeah. Yep. Oh, I'm just, I don't know. Just patiently waiting. Yeah. Patiently waiting. I wonder, is she going to drop another single from now and then? Mm, if it's 16 tracks, maybe. Maybe. Because you know how it'd be like three days for the album and they'd be like, new song drop. And I'd be like, why didn't you just wait? I feel like she's yeah. not going to do that. I feel like we might, what is this week? The 15th? I think we, if she's going to drop something, I feel like she would do it this week. Hmm. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Did she, I think she dropped Break My Soul on a Tuesday. So maybe on a Tuesday? I don't think she's going to do it. I think she's going to do it on Friday next if she drops another single. Mm, she's going to say, mm, don't don't think you know what my next move right. is. Right. <laughs> Never <laughs> let them know your next move. My neighbor has been blasting Break My Soul and they're a DJ. The ones that mm. do the fireworks too. So it's all no, connected. Brother. <laughs> <laughs> but they've been blasting Break My Soul and they've been putting like different tracks behind it. Like not. No, they practice I... that. Mm. Shit. I was like, you know what? Okay, you won't break my soul. Like, okay, the lyrics. <laughs> like, they really, they're like a house DJ. So they've been like putting it behind different things. I don't know if they're practicing for something. But um, yeah, I was like, okay, I like it a little bit more. Like. Yeah, like I'm sure I will like the song more when the album comes out. But I'm like, I'm not about to overplay this basic mm-hmm. song. Like, <laughs> like it's cute. Yeah. But I don't know. That shit is everywhere. Like, why somebody did a fucking flash mob help to the song? Okay, flash I was mob? Like, what year is it? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> flash mob? What the fuck? Ooh. We have public spaces to do a flash mob in still? Apparently. I don't know. <laughs> flash mob help. I'm just like, in a pandemic? Like, I just... <laughs> I'm screaming. Literally, the flash mob is more surprising than niggas dancing in public. <laughs> I was like, y'all were coordinated? Mm. Right. But speaking of coordinated, though, the girl group Flow, they just dropped their debut EP, The Lead. It was cute. You liked it? I liked it. I downloaded it yesterday. I was like, okay, okay. Okay. I see them. They're like, it was giving very, like, early 2000s R&B vibes. Like, they were singing. They had the harmonies. I was like, I see. And I I had seen a video of them singing acapella, I believe. Mm before and i was like okay the girls are singing a little bit okay okay. like i love like all their runs like they did mm-hmm. throughout the thing i was like yeah give me a cute little run show me your talent they remind me of cheetah girls for some reason i'm not sure why screaming 
I mean, they do like look super young. I didn't check to see what their ages are, but it's definitely giving like early 20, maybe 20 on the dot. Like very young looking, very young sounding, like lyrically and everything still. But I was like, you know what? That's cute. The young kids need something too. Right. Like, and it's quality still though. Like production Mm. was nice. Like harmonies, great. Like the singing was there. I was like, okay, "Mm, yes. Okay. I I need love the three part harmonies. I was worried because you know how niggas love to hype stuff. And... Nah, like I mean, I'm not gonna be like, oh my god, it's the best EP of the year. Like I'm not gonna say all of that. But it's like, definitely like solid. It, yeah, definitely like a solid project. It's just like solid five tracks. Mm-hmm. You know, introduction to the group a little more. Okay. I'd be like, okay, like we'll see what y'all do with your like with the album. Like mm-hmm. let me see what y'all could do. And so, like, track four, Feature Me, I was like, when I heard that song, I was like, yeah. Like, when the bass hit in, I was like, oh, it's the best song on the project. Like, I was like, yeah. Like, I was bopping to it before, mm-hmm. but, like, cause I think, was it track three is, like, Summertime? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, eh, Summertime I might be one of my least favorites, but it kind of That's funny. Is... I saw everybody say that was their favorite. <laughs> mm, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Summertime, it kind of grew on me a little bit the more I listened to it, because it was kind of like, uh, like, it was a very familiar sound to me, and mm-hmm. I was like, okay, like, I've heard this exact sound before mm-hmm. a little bit, but it's cute, though. It's still a good song. I like it okay. more every time I hear it. And then the last song was like another guy acoustic. At first, I was like, "Girl, anybody trying to hear no acoustic shit?" But I was like, <laughs> <laughs> "Made you eat your words." But I was like, "You know what? Like, this was a really Good like breakdown. a song that really showcased their vocals because you know it's not so much of the music production. It's just mm-hmm. like, you know, it's just them and like a little guitar or whatever." And I was like, "Okay, maybe Flow is here to stay." Okay, like I I hear the I hear that they, like they've been working and like. Of course, like, as they get older, like, they would, like, yeah perfect their craft more right. and their singing. So, I'm like, I, it's only up from here. Okay. I'll give it a listen then. Because I was like, they got signed off one song. I was like, oh, no. Oh, they got signed? I don't even, I don't even know. Yeah, they got signed by Warner. That's the only thing. Because I saw SZA posted, they did, like, one song. And then SZA posted, and she was like, I love this. And then next thing I knew, they were signed. And I was like, oh, no. Like, <laughs> I fear nah i think that's that makes a lot of sense because when they dropped that song cardboard box it yeah. kind of went viral a little bit and i was like okay like they're giving us like early 2000s like this is what we need i was like do we i like it i don't know i'm not i never listened to ne- i can't say never i wasn't like a huge like early 2000s r&b person so then i feel like you do need this screaming help <laughs> Um, I I will listen to it though, like yeah, I don't have yeah. It's like a cute little like fifteen minute project. Okay, yeah. I have nothing against Flow actually. I just think it's funny that they came out, had a debut song, dropped a project, and did everything before Normani. Like oh, the way they debuted and dropped a project before Normani has done anything. Like like hello. Girl, at this point, Be Normani serious. can keep the music. I do not care. Girl, I don't care <laughs> like, about Normani's music. Be serious with yourself. Like, the few little songs we got is not enough to keep me going. Normani stands are strongest soldiers, but uh, <laughs> Like, at least me. the Navy has songs to go back and play. Okay, I was like, at least some people, they got full albums. I was seeing them, they was like, it's funny that Camila Cabello was like the most successful out of Help. the Fifth Harmony Girls. And I was like... I can't even say nothing about that. I can't cause she because she sure at least is. she got an album. I she, think she got a few albums. She actually. got a few albums. She's in a couple movies. Uh, like she has music. Like, <laughs> is it good? Maybe not. Maybe not. Not for to me, me but, but apparently a lot of people like it. Yeah, good for her. I don't know. But 
It's like, damn, like Normani, what's the. She needs to go ahead and join Flo. I don't know. I really would just love to know what's the. Like, what is. Like, she said she was perfecting it, but I'm like, "Mm." I don't know. Them songs better be. Because when I tell you, they finna tear her ass up. And I'm about to be one of them. (laughs) 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 If that shit is. (laughs) Right? If this shit is ass, I'm gonna be like. Oh wow! I fear if this shit is anything less than excellence, anything less than ten out of ten. If it's a nine point five out of ten, they gonna tear her ass up. <laughs> I don't know. I'm like judging by the singles. I'm like, and with these, I don't know. We don't even know if these are album singles or not. Like we have no context. Motive at this point. Like I thought, motivation was her lead album single. That's clearly I don't know. Motivation is giving a one off single. Wild side is this an album single? Fair is this an album single? I don't know why y'all love Wild Side so much, but I don't know. People seem to really enjoy that song. I like so Waves they... a lot. That was my yeah. I like Waves. I downloaded that song and I thought maybe she I was gonna thought get that the ball was... rolling Bro. after that. That was in like twenty eighteen. Shit, that was in yeah. I was like, that's gotta be shit. like 2018. Like your album should have came out twenty twenty at the latest. And anything that came out before 2020 is prehistoric to me now. Like, I think, I don't know, she also had, like, a couple other little songs, I think, Literally before BC. Waves. Like, was it, like, Check it up, check On It or yeah. something else? Which I thought were cute, but I was like, I'm not gonna, like, run this into the ground or nothing because I thought maybe she was gonna drop an album. It, one thing about me, I'm finna complain about how Normani ain't dropped nothing. Oh, Sorry, like, I don't I know like, if y'all tired I'm, of it, I don't care, but every I'm gonna keep talking about it, because it's like, what is her direction? Like, what's the goal here? Like, she, she's like the literal definition of when Beyonce was like, they just putting out quick little singles. Literally, I think about that every like, time. She'd be putting out the single, going hard with the promo, we got a video, we got this, we got performances, and then nothing. Like, what's going on? <laughs> what is going on? What's the, what's the goal? Like, what's the game plan? I don't know. I just want better for her. I'm just like, what's the holdup? Like, if you're if you were gonna wait so long, you could have kept these little singles. No, literally. Like that's why I was like, why don't you just collect them all? Literally, like you if you want to record the video, okay, keep everything in the vault until it's ready to go. So then you can just drop everything like not super far apart. Yeah. And keep the you know keep the energy going. Mind like, you, she said we were getting the album this year in the summer. Help. She's a liar. They're all liars. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, I was like, well, girl, like, since Flo already dropped something, you might as well hop on there. Wait, like, it gives the same aesthetic. Give, uh, uh, a little bit, yeah. I was like, you might as well be the fourth member. Flown. Like, Screaming. I don't, I feel like, I don't know. I think, is Normani 25, 24? I don't know. She seems like so much older than the Flo girls. Like, I don't know. They seem super young. I mean, she's probably like five years. <laughs> yeah, but she has the same aesthetic, same kind of like vocal kind of intonation. So I'm like, Fuck it. Well, so far, I was like, I don't know. They might sound better than Normani. Help. I feel like I haven't, maybe I haven't heard enough of what Normani can do vocally. Like, Fair was not good. Everything she's done so far, it's been quite average, to be honest. Like, her vocally. Like, yeah, she can sing and it sounds good, but it's nothing like, oh, her voice is so good. Like, it's not, she'll be doing the crazy, like, runs and shit that I like to hear. I'm like, okay. I was like, especially for somebody who's like, I'm perfecting this, I'm perfecting that. I'm like, okay. Maybe she's working on the voice. I don't know. But I'm like, that should have been done before you started dropping singles. No? Listen, I don't know what her game plan was. We need a game plan, coach. Would would love to get some insight on, like, when motiv- when you drop motivation, like, what was your plan and then what fell through? Like, 
I, because something fell through. Like, I need a documentary, actually. I do need it, actually. And that would be really funny if this whole time she's been working on something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Why my project came out after 20 years. Just be like, the making of the album. It took five years oh, to five make my is... debut album and stringing my fan base along the way. Like Five is generous, baby. We're getting that in 10 years. It's generous. I'm Because tr- I'm like, let's see. Like, when she dropped Motivation in 2019, it was what? Like, I think it was late 2019. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, maybe like fall, like spring, summer. <laughs> We might get an album in America will be burned down to a crisp before she... So now I'm, re- I'm like, okay, we on- <laughs> So like, okay, we only like year two post... Normani. Like your big <laughs> single, like... <laughs> I just... I'm, I don't know, I just... It was just... It literally was just funny to me because I was like, these girls popped out of nowhere, debuted, got signed, put out an entire piece of work, and you are still... Figuring out direction seems like right. I was like, it's just so funny thinking about how when motivation came out, they made it this huge, huge thing, thing. It like for nothing, like it led up to nothing, a bunch of nothingness. I want her hmm. chart, <laughs> I don't even care about her charting. I'm just like, I'm like, put the music, like, I don't, there has I don't to know. be I guess something. I was. I didn't like Fifth Harmony as a group. No. But I always liked Normani, mm-hmm. like, as a person. You know, like, she was cute. Like, yeah. she's the only black girl in the group. Right. Like, I'm with her. Like, right, that's my girl. So I'm like, okay, like, let's see what you can do. So I was I'm ex- I was excited to see, like, what she could do solo. And she ain't been doing much. So my interest <laughs> is fading. Yeah. But, I mean, of course, I will tune in if it, uh, if the album ever if drops. If the album ever drops. I'm gonna listen. And I think that's what she's banking on. You still gonna listen to the album, so it don't even matter. I still am gonna listen. So, uh, yeah, she can take however long she wants. I'm gonna just complain along the way. I am, because guess what? One thing about me I'm finna do is complain. Okay. Like... Oh, Chloe's <laughs> album got pushed back, too. I think it's label stuff, the way she talks about it. Yeah, she's like, I don't know when it's coming out now. And I'm just like, you know what? As long as it comes out before the year is over... Uh, I wouldn't hold my breath. The way she was talking about it, I was like, and Beyonce about to steal the last two uh, quarters of True. I was like, maybe she'd wait until after Beyonce. Yeah. I but was, I'm like, ooh. it needs to come out this year or you're done. Like, I don't I don't think she's done. <laughs> you're not done, but I'm just like, I feel like she's been building up like so much this whole- But also like, the singles have not been charting and hitting the way that- Well, then she needs to put out good music. I mean, yeah. I think her label, like, that's what it feels like. Like, her label was like, okay, like, we got this- you know, momentum from Chloe and Hallie, you a Beyonce signee, like, yeah, it's going, and then, like, she started putting out the singles, and everybody was like, ooh, and they were like, okay, let's not drop this album. Like, that's what it feels like. I don't know. I feel like that logic is weird, like, coming from the the record label. I was like, what sense does it make to not put out an album or postpone it just because the singles aren't doing well? It doesn't make sense. If the like, rest of the album sounds like that, hell yeah, I'm gonna put it in the vault. Okay, true. If Yeah, if the rest of the album sounds like the singles, then okay, but I was like, um, I don't know. Maybe I'm holding a hope that the sing the album does not sound like the singles. Keep dreaming. Are you a dreamer? They call me you a like, dreamer. You like to dream a lot. You had a dream last <laughs> night. <laughs> like, <laughs> the shit sounds like the singles. That's what they're coming from the album. <sighs> so yeah. I feel like the album. I mean, the label is like, mm, we're not getting positive responses. Like, it's not even about the streams. It's about because now they don't. I mean, they still do care about the streams, but it's. What is Twitter saying about, like, you search Chloe and then the song and then you read the comments? It's not nice. Well, the song's not nice either. So yeah, what so that's why they char- that's why they putting it back on the shelf. 
Yeah. I don't know. Hallie said she wants to drop a song before the end of the year, though. So looking forward to that. Okay. Because we know Hallie's music is about to be way better than Chloe's based on the skits we heard. To prayer. Let's let us pray. Let us pray. <laughs> um, good music I like this week. I've been listening to Jordan Occasionally's "If You Want My Love." Um, yeah, the, the background live? vocals. Mm. Whoa, that live is so good. They did a genius um, open mic session. Yeah, so good. Yeah, I was like, oh, this is it, because like you know, like I don't like list like playing singles a lot before the the project drops. So mm-hmm. I was only gonna watch it like once, but I definitely watched it a few times. It I was, was like, really really good. Mm. It was. Really I was like, good. I like this. They're dropping an EP, they said, sometime later this year. Um, if you listen to the Halftime Show, you can get all the details. But I'm <laughs> wondering if the background vocalist, like, I think they said in the Halftime Show that it was, like, their band or, like, they're part <clears throat> of a band that they're building. So I was like, I hope that it's, like, a, I hope that we get more of those, like, chorus background vocals this time mm-hmm. around. Yeah. Because, like, I really liked Indigo, but, like, I think this would be a step in, like, that right direction where it's, like, mm-hmm. giving it that, like, you know, that, that oomph. oomph. Yeah. yeah. It, the background vocal, that, them harmonies and the chorus in the background really gave that song that oomph. Like, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that song is so good. <laughs> yeah. So, I'm excited. Yeah, definitely looking forward to whatever else is going to be on that project. Because, yeah. y'all know, I was obsessed with Indigo. Indigo was like, so good. I had the shit on repeat for a very long time. Quadruple platinum in my car alone. Played it, like, five, never, that's underestimating. I played it several times a day. Yeah. <laughs> easily it's a party my joint like once that second verse come in like like when i was preparing for the interview i had to listen to all their music it's party every time they came on i was literally like you know what let me go ahead dance it was really yep and i just i guess i have good memory because i I was in my apartment like i would be dancing around (laughs) good time imagine a fording apartment now and a singer yeah let's talk let's talk about a singer singer who sings who likes to sing sings well sings a lot okay like that's this is what I need. I need the singers to come on through. <laughs> I like my shit. So, uh, a couple weeks ago, we watched. Uh, <laughs> No, we're just we're just behind on the on the recaps. It is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. So a couple weeks ago, we watched season two, episode five of P Valley, and you can watch it with us. Uh, our new episodes on Sunday, seven thirty Eastern, in our Discord link is in the description. And also, content warning for this uh this recap because there is uh some sexual assault in there and stuff. So just warning for that. I'll also. Just say it when we get there so y'all can skip ahead if you want to skip that part. But so like this week, this episode, it started out, it had like a different format than like our usual episodes. So I was a little, I was like, mm, you, don't you know, like I'd change. be like, change. What we, why we change and shit? Like, I really liked this format. I thought it was really beautifully done. I thought it was a nice way to kind of break up. I mean, the show's not monotonous at all, um, but I thought it was a nice way to break up like and give us character backstory without being like, 
Like, you know how they typically be like, oh my God, I remember this happened. I remember this happened. Like, just give me it all at once as a big character background. Mm, yeah. And not just like we're getting their background and like bits and pieces. Right. Exactly. And I think especially for Keyshawn, it works really well because it's like, there's so many questions that I had about Keyshawn. I'm like, why is she color struck? Why the fuck is she still with Derek? Like, you know, how old is she? How did she get here? How did she yeah. get to pink? Like all of these questions that could yeah. really only be answered answered at once you can make inferences about them but yeah this episode really kind of like get answered all your questions Mm -hmm. actually (laughs) yeah literally yeah and it was kind of like i thought it was kind of cute like how it was like a cinderella like fairy tale Mm -hmm. like kind of thing and they definitely kept it going throughout the whole episode like watching again i was like okay i see them it was really beautifully done it was very it was very modern cinderella story And we had like a fairy godmother, Clifford, is like narrating throughout the whole episode. And it's like, it starts out, it's like, once upon a motherfucking time in a land far, far away from Pussy Valley. (laughs) And it like goes to when, you know, Keyshawn is at another club getting ready to perform on their tour. And like Rome is on the phone in there. He's like negotiating a deal for her own lace front line. And, you know, the company has already sent over like a few of wigs for her. So Rome tells her to pick out one for tonight. He picks out like this blonde one. He's like, oh, you ain't never rocked nothing like this before. Keyshawn was like, oh, like, I don't think this go with my skin. But (laughs) he puts the wig on her. He was like, you know, that's that sexy chocolate go with everything. Like, yeah, there were so many things I was like. The signs were here about Rome. Yeah. It was a blonde wig, um, which I think went with the Cinderella story. Not that Cinderella has to be blonde, but um, I think, and something that I noticed and I was reading on Katori Hall's like breakdown is that she was wearing blue the entire episode. Like every outfit that yeah. she had was blue to go with the blonde and the Cinderella. So I think that was really beautifully done. Mm-hmm. And Rome is like, you know, tonight is your night uh, and you're not alone, but tomorrow we're going to start another two weeks of the Dirt Dozen tour. And Keyshawn was like, what do you mean? Like, there's only supposed to be one week left. I, I really can't do another week. Seems like she wants to go home. Seems like she's kind of tired and burnt out. Like, she's really yeah. carrying this whole shit on her back. And I think she knows that in a way. Yeah. She's the star. Like, she's the main attraction for the whole thing. But he's, when I'm trying to calm her down, he's like, you know, I already cleared everything with Justin Bieber. Like, he's straight. Like, <laughs> and I was like, and that kind of like piqued my interest to, because I was like, didn't Derek in like an episode or two ago, he was like, I don't trust Rome. I don't like him. Like, I think he said he didn't trust Lil Murda. Oh, okay. But I was like, hmm. I was like, Derek must be broke down and ugly because he definitely did not want her to go on that tour originally. Yeah, but I mean, he can't get a job, so... Yeah, that's why I was like, he really must be broke down. Make money, like... And it's crazy. These... And what was he gonna do? Drive up and get her from the tour? Like, with the kids in the back? You know his ass, My... right? <laughs> But um, I don't know. We were sure he was gonna be running. He was gonna be girl. I thought he was running his I ninety five getting her ass <laughs> speeding. <laughs> but Roman's like selling her this fairy tale. He's like, you know, we gonna get this motherfucking money. You ain't never gotta go home again. I'm gonna get you out. Trust. But Cliff, who is um kind of her own fairy godmother in a way, says, you know, even I tried to do that, and I know damn well, bitch is not ready to be saved till she's good and goddamn ready. Which I think answers a lot of my questions about Keyshawn from the jump like why isn't she leaving and it's just she's not ready to like yeah she wants I was like, to, that's real want and being ready two different things yeah which I was like I'm you know I've never been in the situation I can't speak on it right like she has two kids that are keeping her attached um and then as we go through the episode there's other things that just kind of keep her attached to Derek 
Yeah, it's unfortunate. It's like everybody was not everybody like no him. one was on her side. Like she was on her own like yeah. her whole life for real, for real. But um, out in the floor of the club, uh, Murda and Teak, they're like sitting there. They're like getting drinks. They courtesy of Blue Guap Empire. <laughs> and Murda was saying, he was like, no, they could have had me doing Mississippi Pride up in this whole like, you know. And Teak is like, well, what the fuck? Some ATLians want to hear that shit for? He's like, because my shit sample an ATL classic. And they like arguing back and forth. Because Teak is like, don't nobody know that shit. Like, don't nobody <laughs> care. Like, <laughs> And then, like, uh, then Rome comes out, and he's like, damn, like, y'all still fighting? Like, mm. And they're like, ain't nobody fighting, nigga? And it's like, lovers quarrel. Lover, lovers like, quarrel like shit. <laughs> trouble in paradise. Literally. Uh, murder comes, and he's like, you know, I don't know why Rome act like he couldn't hook a nigga up. Could have been performing tonight with Keyshawn. And then Rome was like, nigga, it's Miss Mississippi night, not murder night. And I was like, ooh, I was like, I don't like that connotation that we keep bringing up murder night. Feels like something's going to happen. Yeah. But I mean, I wonder how they ended up getting a night with just Keyshawn. Like, they never elaborated, but I guess, I don't know. Because she's the it. star. I think it's it's also a strip club. Um, True. Yeah. And I think it reminds me kind of like of Mercedes night or Mercedes final dance where it was like, this is the headliner. Uh, and Keyshawn is very popular on Instagram. So like. She is the draw. She is the headliner of the night. Mm, yeah. Um, we have a cameo this episode from none other than the Puerto Rican princess, Jocelyn Hernandez. She <laughs> killed me all episode. She comes in flying on this fucking harness thing. Then she does her thing on the pole uh, with B-Day playing. Big Teak was like, she flying. <laughs> like, do it like it's your B-Day. All right. I was like, of course they got her song playing in the back. You know what? One thing about Jocelyn, she finna get in somewhere like... She right. literally <laughs> been hustling since forever. Um, so I actually was really glad that she got this cameo. And then there's all this smoke. Um, she's introducing Mississippi. And then Jocelyn disappears and Mississippi appears in her place. Um, and then she's like doing this beautiful performance wearing blue. She has like this shot where this camera's spinning around upside down. That was my favorite. I was like, they, like the camera work, they did that. When they're like, on the pole, the camera work is really beautiful. It's so beautiful. They're like, they're definitely, they're selling like the whole fantasy mm-hmm. of being like, oh, like here's like these elegant strippers who are like mm-hmm. doing all this cool shit. Yeah. And it's just like, they're selling it to me. I'm buying. I'm like, I'm, I'm with it. Like, I want to see. Yeah, like. <laughs> definitely. And then we get um, Cliff doing the narration. She was like, you know, she sure is a sight to be to behold, ain't she? Like a legend in her own right, or at least she could be. But legends ain't born; they built. And before we know where she's going, we gotta know where she came from. And then that's how we like segue into going into her past life or whatever. And we're like starting out with her in high school. She's like trying out for the cheerleading team, and Gidget is there. She's leading the tryout. So we're like, okay, we see how how her and Gidget became besties. <laughs> well, I guess they didn't really show that. They seem to already be good friends. Or know each other in some capacity. Yeah. And Kishan is like, she's like being the flyer and these three guys are like lifting her up, but she's like super wobbly. I was like, girl, you not about to make the team. Help. Um. <laughs> <laughs> and so she, she falls and the guys barely caught her. I was like, this feels... Racist. Race. Yeah, I was like, hmm. And the, the guy in the middle was Derek. So I was like... Why didn't you catch her? Sorry, they was selling. They was really trying to sell these people as because these original Eric actors for Derek, Keyshawn, and Gidget. I was like, y'all old asses. Derek's right. geriatric ass. I was like, y'all definitely could have found somebody different. 
no, I don't know. I think it just because, like, within the story, like, her in high school wasn't too long, long ago. ago. True. So, like, it wouldn't make sense to have different actors. True. True. But it was, it was like, y'all old as hell. They could have made everybody else in that old, too. This is high school. Okay. I was like, they some, tried. They tried their best. Some of them actors was looking flow age, and then some of them was looking <laughs> 40. I was like, eh. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, you know what? This is a fairy tale. Like, we just have to go suspend with it. disbelief. <laughs> suspend disbelief. <laughs> so then she falls, and like Derek, like kind of helps her get back up. And then Cliff's narration was like, you know, falling out the sky can sometimes put you exactly where you need to be. And for this chocolate girl, it was right under the gaze of these ocean blue eyes. And I was like, did you mean these demonic, abusive blue eyes? It reminded me of, mm. um, I keep going back to the scene, but when Mercedes was talking to Farah about how we always look at men from, we look up at them. Oh, yeah. and then we have, like, Keyshawn, the, the shot is, like, looking up at yeah. Derek as he gives her uh, his hand. Right. I always, like, notice that versus, uh, not to get ahead of myself, but to contrast, like, when we see uh, Duffy and Roulette, and Roulette is always looking down at Duffy. I don't know what the significance is of, like, mm. but it seems, like, really intentional of why Duffy and Roulette are shot that way, but I have to see what happens. But we don't care about that couple. <laughs> They're not even in the I just episode. care about the shot, not the couple. Oh, true. But I also don't want to see them no more. Help. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, Derek is like, oh, like, you should just try the stunt again. But she's like, nah, like, I'm going to just sit this one out. And then Gidget acts like, who's next up to do a stunt from the class four bracket? And this light-skinned girl, Alicia, walks up. She's like, you know, actually, I'm going to do a class five. I'm like, okay, you know what you're doing. All right. Um. And clearly, does, like, she does the stunt pretty well. Like, she's being the flyer. They lift her up. She's barely even wobbly or nothing. And, you know, Gidget was telling Keyshawn, she's like, oh, your sister's not half bad. And she's like, my stepsister. So obviously, there's some type of beef. <laughs> yeah. I mean, definitely. I was like, they're playing... The colorism thing was very... Apparent. Present. Yeah. Which, I mean, makes sense, because this is Keyshawn's story. Yeah. Later on, Keyshawn's sitting on a bench with an ice pack, and then this football player, who is dark-skinned, he walks up to her, and he's like... Oh, are you the junior that transferred from Chukaloma High? Chulahoma. Chulahoma. These names. Boy, you got some names on you. <laughs> Chulahoma High. But It sounds like a native name. Like a indigenous. Oh. Oh, okay. I yeah. figure she may be from like Oklahoma. I don't know, the Oma. Like, I was like, is that relevant to that? I don't think so. Because she's like moved. <laughs> um, But... She didn't respond, and she was like, he was like, you ain't gonna tell nobody your name? That's all right, because you best get out the sun. You already look like a burnt chicken nugget. Why is burnt chicken nugget high school black boy's favorite insult? I don't get it. <laughs> favorite right. insult. It, I was like, it always be the niggas who are just as dark as you, or darker. Or darker. Who be talking about, oh, you burnt black bitch. Like, I was like, you are literally darker than Keyshawn. You are I was like, li- it's giving, you was two shades away from her. Like, what? You are the same Mac shade. Like, let's get real. Right. I would be like, it's giving self-hate. Like, <laughs> but then, you know, white savior Derek is coming through to save the day. I was like, really? No, brother. I was like, of course, they're gonna have the white man come to defend her. But I mean, that makes sense given their relationship and why she's so attached. Yeah, true. Because she he was just like, oh, you know, like, why don't y'all just leave her alone, okay? And the guy was like, you know, man, ain't nobody trying to talk to this girl. Like, bitch threw as fuck. And Derek was like, you know, show some respect, will you? He was like, I got some motherfucking respect for you, white boy. And I was like, now, wow, now you having a nigga moment. Like, now you having a nigga moment? <laughs> like, 
you know, on the boondocks. Oh yeah, he was like, "This was a nigga moment." moment. Because it was like, it just be shit that escalate for no reason out of pride, like. (laughs) And then there was another football player was like, "Oh, look at the white boy getting all red because he's scared." I was like, I stay away from white people that be turning red. I'm sorry, I don't know. Right, I was like, um, I was like, I know y'all see that muscle on him. Uh, (laughs) I was like, white people turn red, like that mean they mad, like yeah. And the original guy, he was like, oh, like, man, what the fuck your punk ass going to do? You know, cheering me to death. And Derek, like, he's just like, man, whatever. He, like, walks away. But the guy just could not let it end there. Nigga he moment. spit on the back of his head. He I was like, now you want to fight. Because now I'm liable to knock your teeth out. Right. And then I was like, it was a wrap. Like, Derek turned around. He tackled him, started punching the shit out of him. And he was like, who's a punk now? Who's <laughs> like? <laughs> and then he, the guy was like, any of y'all going to help me? No. Nope. <laughs> but two of the other football players they like pulled Derek off him but Derek started fighting them too he said y'all can get this work too like <laughs> and um Katori Hall was talking about you know uh, the type of flyer not flyer the type of holder that Derek is basically he was holding two girls in one of his palm which means he's easily bench pressing like 250 pounds yeah I was like y'all picked the fight with the wrong one like just because like, he'd be cheering like less not right exactly and then he took out the other guys and then he went back to the original guy just fighting him. <laughs> and then I kind of hate how they cut in the middle of the fights, but because I'm like, how did the fight end? But Obviously I guess he whooped matter. his ass. <laughs> he whooped his ass. Yep. And so then they cut to later and like the girls are looking at the list of who made the cheer squad. And of course, Keyshawn's stepsister Alicia made the team and Keyshawn did not. And so then, like, after the rest of the girls walk away from the list, and then Derek pop up out of nowhere, he was like, you know, like, you should have just tried that stunt again. And Keyshawn was like, you know, I wouldn't have stuck it no way. Like, my feet are too big. And I was like, yeah, the way you was wobbling, you definitely would not have. Oh. You would have fell again. <laughs> you didn't, like, I'm like, girl, you didn't practice before? For real. <laughs> but Derek was like, you know, well, I could hold a seven and a half in the palm of my hand, even on a bad day. And he, there's always next year. And she was like, you know, what's the use? Like, you would have graduated by then. And I was like, boo. But then I think this also shows the age dynamic between Derek. Because I never knew he was older than her. I always assumed they would be the same Yeah, time. I think it's just one year, though. Oh, I don't know if it's one year. I think it's just one year older. Oh, yeah, she's a junior. Okay. Yeah. I was still like, eh. Yeah. <laughs> And so then the the boys that Derek had fought, like, walk out behind them. They was like, fuck you looking at. And then <laughs> Kishan was like, oh, she asked Derek if they got detention. And he was like, nah, like, just suspended, like, no homecoming game for them. And she was like, well, what about you? Like, didn't you start it? Um, not really. But yeah, I was like, I'm sorry. Not he was on, walking away. Not to be on the white man's side, but y'all spit at him. Like, exactly. I was like, he was walking away. Fight could have ended there. Right. But Derek was like, nah, like, I finished it. Plus, Chuckalisa High needs their fifth national cheer championship. So, so it was like, even if he did start it, it sounded like it wouldn't have mattered. Right. And he was like, I'll see you around. Then he was like, oh, wait, like, I don't know what the hell those guys were talking about. Like, you ain't nowhere near through if you ask me. And I was like, boo, flirting, boo. <laughs> Stay away from this white man. But then we have fairy godmother Cliff. And she says she didn't expect her Prince Charming appear in this here book. She didn't think that she was deserving of a Prince Charming at all. Let her stepmother tell it she was destined to serve the pretty, not to be the pretty. So we end up at their house with her stepmother and her two stepsisters. I was like, classic Cinderella. Yep, very Cinderella. I didn't, I didn't catch it on the first watch because I was annoyed about the format change. Mm. But 
But then I saw, I was like, okay, I see what y'all did here. Uh, so the stepmother actually has Keyshawn playing hairdresser for the stepsisters because they have a pageant. And the stepmom's like, pageants, practice. I need an assistant to keep up with y'all appointments. You know, raising two girls is a lot of work, blah, blah, blah. And then Keyshawn is like, three. You're raising three. And then stepmom's <laughs> like, oh, yeah, you know, that's what I meant. Have to get used to that new number. And of She's co- sick. Of course, the stepmother is light-skinned. Um, the yeah. other, there's one light-skinned stepdaughter the other one, I would say, is more brown, but still yeah, lighter I'd than Keyshawn. Yeah, I'd say she's a caramel. Yeah, but still... I'd say if she stayed inside for a year, she might get a little light. Please be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> but she's definitely lighter than Keyshawn. Yeah. And then, like, Keyshawn, like, accidentally, like, leaves a curling iron in her sister Leronica's hair, like, a little too long. And then it breaks off, like, right after the little ponytail. And she was Lord. like, oh, shit, like... And, you know, everyone's just like, what you did? Like, her stepmom is like, like, well, ain't you a regular old Delilah done took away my baby's strength? How is she supposed to look at the pageant now? And Keyshawn's like, you know, like, I can fix it. Like, maybe a quick weave. But stepmom is like, unlike you, she doesn't need a weave. Obviously, she do. She ain't got no fucking ponytail no more. Ah, She was like, this girl, the color of yellow wasted, and you gone and took away the one thing that makes her beautiful. And you could tell, like, Leronica felt away. She was like, damn, like, all I am is my long hair. Like, Yeah, because she got Negro features. Yeah, and I was thinking about when she said, like, yellow-waisted, I was thinking, is it because she's, like, almost light-skinned, but not enough? Well, yellow-waisted typically means, like, you are light-skinned or can be considered light-skinned, but because you look black in the face, like, you, like, what's the point? Yellow-waisted, you know what I mean? Ah, uh, okay. It's like, you a little light, but you got them like you got features. Right, you got a big-ass nose, so, like... What's the fucking point? Mm, oh, I thought it was about like how she was just like a few shades darker than Alicia, kind of. Like, it could be that too, but how I always knew yellow waist to be was like it's kind of like two things. Like one, you have a light skinned person who is like very beautiful, and they don't like use their light skin privilege to do anything. Like they just be normal mm, when they could be like you know fucking all these bad doing people. all shit, right? Taking advantage of taking advantage would, of that who would be like ooh light skin girl, right? there's that and then there's also the you have black features i think the the first one is like more new but i don't know i feel like they intertwine yeah i I don't know this is very southern i feel like up here it wasn't too much like it was definitely an emphasis on like the very specific shade differences not yeah not the shade like it was definitely like light like there was definitely light skin bias like don't don't get it twisted yeah yeah but it wasn't like it wasn't like oh mm, you look yellow wasted because you caramel it was like you, it was it was not, I feel in the, maybe in the South, there's, like, if up here we had light skin, and if you weren't light skin, you was either regular or dark skin. Right, like, it was, like, light skin, brown, brown skin, skin, dark, dark skin. skin. And then maybe it. in the South, there's, like, ten different, like... Yeah, it seemed like it definitely more, it's more prominent in the Southern states than, like, up here and in North. And even in Jamaica, because, like, in Jamaica, they have, like, kind of, like, different classifications, like, like, it's like a caste system, basically. Mm. I mean, that's what it is here too, but it's like, it's like pretty much a caste system. Like, you know, you have your almost white looking black people, you have your white people, you have your almost white looking black people, you have your regular light skins, you have your unfortunate light skins. And then like, unfortunate light skins is like, like a yellow waist. Like caramelly. Yeah. Like a yellow waist. Maybe like a Megan, yeah. Megan Stallion. I would say bit. Megan Stallion is a different, is a whole a different, different category. Okay. <laughs> and then, you know, but anybody who was below you can consider you light skin. I don't know. It's. Right. I was like, it's all very arbitrary. It's very anyway. arbitrary. I just be like, we all just like, 
whatever. <laughs> yeah, but definitely up here, we still had light-skinned bias. But it wasn't like, oh, you had to be yeah. pretty, too. You couldn't just be light-skinned. Whereas, I feel like some other places, you could just be light-skinned. And- yeah, like Autumn. Bro. Because <laughs> if you was light-skinned up here, but you was still ugly. Oh, oh it was it bad was for you. to call your ass ugly. <laughs> like, it was. <laughs> it was bad for you. It was bad. And maybe because we're in a, like, a pretty much all-black school system. Yeah. Which I think makes I a know. difference. I guess I just, it feels different. Yeah, if you was ugly and light-skinned, there was nothing I'd do for your fear. Yeah. Fear. <laughs> like, you got no special privilege over a prettier, <laughs> darker-skinned yeah. person. Yeah. So then, uh, after her, the stepmom was like, oh, you took the one thing that makes her beautiful. And, like, Keyshawn's, like, going to put a hand on Veronica's shoulder. And she was like, you know, move. Like, I don't know why the hell I even entrusted you with such a treasure. Just wait till your father gets home. Mm. I was just like, oh, brother. I'd hate to have a stepmom like that. Like... I feel like it's like in your own home, like outside the world hates me too. And now in my own home. Oh like, yeah. I'm like, yeah. you didn't know you, your newly wedded husband had a dark skinned daughter. Like if that was such a deal breaker. Yeah. But I don't know. Maybe she was just like, it don't matter. Like y'all almost about to be out the house. Type. Right. I don't know. But then our fairy godmother Cliff narrates, she said, like, Keyshawn might have taken her baby girl, Veronica, down a notch, but she best not touch Alicia. Ooh, the prettiest light-skinned beef of them all. Oh, is that why Veronica had a mullet afterwards? Yeah, because she got, you know, because she, she uh, broke her hair I off. I was like, girl, if you don't give that girl some bangs and a bob, what the fuck <laughs> is this mullet? <laughs> and so then we transition to, like, Alicia at school. Like, she's in her cheerleading uniform. She's walking out to their little outdoor eating area for lunch. And, like, some guy approaches her and asks her to, like, their little mistletoe dance. And she was like, mm, no. <laughs> <laughs> and she sits at the table with Laronica, Keyshawn, and Gidget. And we see Laronica with her new mullet. <laughs> and she was like, the fuck, Alicia? Like, you say no to everybody who asks. Like, you just, you must be trying to go to the cracker toe, not the nigga toe. <laughs> that cracked me up. And she was like, Gidget, which one are you trying to go to? And Gidget's like, I'm not, I ain't trying to go to no cracker toe for those honkies to make fun of my TJ Maxx dress. Like, a bunch of overprivileged douchebag. Like that Derek Wright. He asked me for my cheer fees one more time and I'm gonna cut off his nuts and bake them in swamp water. <laughs> Veronica's like, yes, trailer park, yes. <laughs> so we see the obvious class difference between Gidget and the rest of the white people. She's sitting with the black people. She's gonna go to the black people dance, which apparently the dances were segregated in mississippi up until 2018 somebody in the discord said i was like holy shit yeah i was thinking this whole episode i was like it seemed like every time we went to the past i was like are we in the 90s or some shit but whole time whole time it was 2018 this is very current day like present day i did not like, know they still had segregated dances like it was i mean it kind of makes sense honestly i was like to this day to this day like and white people said, we are racist to the bone. <laughs> they said, we are down low racist. Not right. down low racist, but like, it's in our blue. Are, yeah. So then Keyshawn is like, what's a cracker toe? Like, I don't know what you're talking about. And so apparently, like, she didn't have a Christmas dance at her old school in Chulahoma. And, you know, Alicia's like, you know, for the record, it's called the mistletoe dance. And Veronica was like, the hell it is. Like, since Chuckalisa High has gotten blacker, the white kids' parents have been throwing their kids a separate Christmas ball on somebody's plantation. They say the white kids sacrifice pigs and shit under the moonlight at the strike of midnight. <laughs> I was like, okay, Hotep. <laughs> she got her tinfoil hat on. Got her tinfoil hat on. <laughs> and Alicia was like, stop. Like, Veronica, like, where the hell are you getting all this shit from? And she was like, you know, the bathroom wall on the third floor. You know, it says you give the best head, too. But I digress. Help. Oh. <laughs> Help. <laughs> 
She didn't have no objections to it, though. She was just like, hmm. That's why I was like, okay, we're just not going to ever address that again. I guess maybe it was true. But then I was like, I guess that's just supposed to show how, like, I guess, quote unquote, Alicia can be a hoe and still get away with, like, or, like, still have men, like, thirsting after her or all this other stuff. Mm. Yeah. And so then Cliff narrates, like, fuck flipping tables. The light skins is flipping hair, child. And Keyshawn's subsisters was too busy being bitches to each other to be a bitch to her. And in fact, having a chocolate Halle Berry in the mist brought them a kind of clout, looking like Destiny's cheering at the lunch table every day. And if them niggas ain't appreciated, somebody would. I was like, okay, the girls are fighting. Yeah, I was like, do they not like each other? And then I was like, maybe that shows the colorist dynamic between the stepsisters as well. Mm, even though it's like so slight it's like, so slight but i was like, like she two shades to weigh like but like that's the difference i guess down there yeah that, it makes a difference where yeah. we live which is yeah i was like up here i feel like the minute shade differences really? unless like you on the cusp of one of them like i don't know i don't ever see nobody fighting to be like yeah I don't That's know. why I'm just like just cultural differences. Yeah, seen, very like, much cultural from the difference. South to the north. Yeah, very <laughs> much cultural difference. Cause I don't know why. I feel like most like growing up in PG County, I feel like ninety percent of us was all like within the same medium brown range. Yeah, because everybody got so, light skin mama and dark skin daddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's why I'm like I didn't see it as much because it'd be like you were either you most of us were brown skin and then it was like a few you were like super light or you were super dark like yeah don't let you be super dark child oh don't, god it was over because it, it be was like, bad for now you. like thinking back on it the dark skin people they would make fun of was not was not like that dark three four shades away from us like, if you was the darkest kid in the like class so it was much darker compared yeah to everyone else they would make it like and it was mostly kids projecting their own fears because when i as i remember it it would be the kid on the lower end of the brown shade range that would be doing the most about the dark skinned kids yep i'd be like you stay in the sun a day or two it uh, would be yeah be right with them it was definitely projection like yeah i don't know sure. kids definitely projected a bunch yeah you see what the white man did to us <laughs> Mm. I remember this. Never mind. Let me not go on a tangent. <laughs> <laughs> and so when Cliff was narrating, you know, if those niggas wasn't going to appreciate it, like somebody would, like Keyshawn is like turning around looking at Derek and he's looking back at her. That would have scared like, the shit out of me. Oh, brother. I'm sorry. That is not flattering. It's not. Like, I don't know. I, I can see how to Keyshawn's yeah. young high school self, she's like, wow, like this guy is suddenly showing me attention. And like, of course, when everybody else is not showing you any attention and whiteness is the standard and what you would want to aspire to, to have a white man be looking at you. I can see how that yeah. can be flattering. I'd be scared yeah. of shit, though. I'd be like, you stalker, leave me alone. <laughs> and it's like how, how common it is for like dark skinned people specific dark skinned men to be like oh like i don't like right. that but for a white person they'd be like wow i love your chocolate skin like <laughs> it's so weird <laughs> and also the amount of times they call her chocolate this episode yeah take a shot like <laughs> oh you'd be dead be dead <laughs> later on Keyshawn is walking home from school in the rain she's trying to cover her hair with her books and i was like girl it's it's getting wet um, I don't know what to tell you. And Derek <laughs> happens to be driving by. I don't believe he's happening to be driving by. I'm sorry. I know he stalked that girl from the school. No. That would be so weird. Based on his behavior in the present day. But this is like the beginning of them. Like, I don't care. He, be, he was crazy before. He, he been a nut. He had issues. Yeah. <laughs> he happens to be driving by and he's like, get in, you know, I'll take you home. And then Keyshawn was like, what if I don't want to go home? And I was like, girl, stand up. Stand up. 
God. So they actually end up going to this little diner and they're talking over this plate of fries. You know, Derek's telling her that his dad thought he was gay for doing cheerleading, but he was like, man, if you only knew, like, I have the best view from down here. You know, I'm co-captain of the Ole Miss cheer squad next fall for a ride. He's kind of like bragging about all his cheer shit. He's sick. I was like, not him admitting he's looking up the girl's skirts. Right. Like, and no one bats an eye. <laughs> I mean, and Keyshawn was like, wait, so you don't have to pay for college? Like, wow. And I was like, nigga, it don't mean he's smart. I mean, gotta have some kind of talent to get a full ride. I mean, yeah. But also how many men are doing cheerleading? So. True. So it probably wasn't that hard for them to be like, yeah, give this male cheerleader a full ride. Right. We need them. But Derek was talking about, you know, if I had to pay for college, like I could, but I'll take the scholarship so my parents won't be too worried about it. You taking a spot for somebody who needs the scholarship when you could pay for it. So it's kind of like just showing that like Derek is rich. Like, yeah, um, he got money. But he turns to the side and we see he has like a fresh bruise on his face. And Sean was like, oh, you've been fighting the football team again. He was like, oh, I was just fighting gravity this time. You know, one of the flyers fell from the top of the pyramid, which... Doesn't even seem likely because he is very skilled at cheerleading and can pretty much hold any of the girls up. I mean, he dropped Keyshawn. Well, she also fell. She but... she fell. I was like, <laughs> the girls on the team are better than Keyshawn. I don't believe. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, she was like, oh, you know, you should wear makeup to cover it up. And Derek was like, I shouldn't look too beautiful. I'm not like you. And I was like, boo. Ugh. Blech. <laughs> And she was like, you know, you knew what you were doing, rolling up on a black girl without an umbrella in the rain. How could I say no to your chariot? Just got my hair fixed. And I was like, hmm, fixed, not done. I was like, hmm, chariot. It was a Prius. <laughs> okay. Like, your chariot awaits. She was acting like that shit was a BMW. <laughs> oh, this is the same Prius that yep. is in. From later. Oh, wow. Oh, so it's his yep. car. Damn. That's how it made me realize, like, oh, like, their high school years isn't like not that le- far. five years in the past like yeah and she doesn't have a car which makes a lot of this more complicated um mm. so the waitress actually comes up to them and asks if they want anything else and of course who would it be besides young patrice woodbine <laughs> and Keyshawn was like oh i'll have another plate of fried bacon fries and patrice was like that's it child if i was you i'd get something else he can afford it you paying right you better be paying for this date and Keyshawn was like oh it's not a date and, like, Patrice kind of, like, pushes her and was like, mm-hmm, like, and then she leaves the place to order. And I was like, yeah, she's right, like. Like, it's kind of a date. And Katori Hall was saying in the Post stuff that, like, Patrice Woodbine was supposed to kind of be another fairy godmother to push um, Derek into, like, solidifying this as a date, solidifying that he liked her. Um, uh. But I didn't think it was super apparent to me, but after I read that, I was like, okay, I could see that, like. A lot of the black, or all of the black women in the show, besides her stepmother, were supposed to be some type of fairy godmother and give her some type of advice in some sort of way. Mm. That makes sense. And so then Keyshawn was like, so is this a date? And Derek was like, well, not exactly. Like, I wouldn't take you on a first date to Taffy's. And she's like, well, where would you take me then? And he's like, you know, eat snow cones downtown, maybe dinner on a riverboat. I was like, oh, you fancy, huh? Like, that riverboat sound fancy. I don't know. <laughs> I was like, riverboat in Mississippi? I don't know. Yeah. I've never been but... on a riverboat in Mississippi. I was like, giving swamp, but. <laughs> and so then, like, she looks over, like, all the other people sitting in the restaurant, and they're all black. I was wondering if it that's what it was, that they were just black people, that that's why she was looking at them. I don't know. 
Because then she was like, you know, that sounds all nice, but like, would you take me home? And he doesn't answer the question mm. because he, you know, his parents don't want him to bring no black girl right. home. And we all know it. So, right. so he was just like, mm, sucks that you didn't make the team this year. <laughs> and she was like, yeah, like you wouldn't be able to look at my skirt as planned. Back at Keyshawn's house, they're putting up Christmas decorations um, before the dad comes home. And Alicia's showing her phone to LaRonica, like, you know, look who just asked me to the mistress toe. LaRonica <laughs> was like, this nigga slid in your DMs. Uh, and the stepmom was like, LaRonica, please, blah, blah, blah. And then um, apparently she has to put five cents in the nigga jar. Right. I was like, not, she one of those blacks who's like, don't say nigga in my house types. Help. Like, okay. <laughs> And then her stepmom was like, you too, because Alicia said, the nigga, nigga jar. <laughs> so Alicia's actually asking, like, oh, mom, how did James woo you? Was it letters? Was it postcards? Like, I know it wasn't no DMs. And then the stepmom was like, it was quick, instant. I served him a drink on the airplane. That was it. Sometimes you just know. And then Keyshawn was like, you forgot about the part where you served his wife the drink first. And then Alicia Ooh. and La- Veronica like, are like, <gasps> and I was like, oh, y'all ain't know that? Y'all ain't know that, like, Mm-mm. she stole... Right. She said she a home wrecker. Literally. Like, but the stepmom, she was like, you know, like, I, I understand how from your perspective, it may seem one way, but you'll, you'll learn one day. Everything ain't always what it seems. And Keyshawn's like, well, I know it wasn't some fucking fairy tale. Like, and then she walk over her like, um, excuse me? Like, who are you talking to? And Keyshawn was like, you know, the movie you got in your head is missing some scenes. Hey. I was like, she getting a, real, a little spicy you talking but about. But also her, like, like you kind of broke my parents up. Like, I don't know true i was like i like i see how you swooped in right i don't and, yeah and you disrespect me on top of everything else so like yeah i have no respect for you yeah and also assuming Keyshawn's mom is dark skin mm-hmm. it's like mm, the light-skinned girl came in right stole my my father from my mom like, right mm. extra layers extra layers yeah and so her mom stepmom is like you know you don't know everything Keyshawn. and Keyshawn's like what i do know is you're a home wrecker turned homemaker and stepmom gets mad. She's like, go upstairs. And Keyshawn's like, but I was just telling the truth. But, you know, then stepmom, she throws some Nigga mashed moment. potatoes at her. <laughs> Nigga. Well, I don't know. Because I was like, why the fuck you throwing mashed potatoes? You just did too just, much. Anything nearby. She was just like, here. But I was like, like, it's like that. Dinner. Obviously, you did steal the lady. I mean, steal the man away from him. Okay. Because you're getting like, real feisty if it wasn't the truth. Hello? I was like, she's telling the truth. Like she said. But then she threw the mashed potatoes at her. She was like, go the fuck to your room. And Keyshawn was like, oh, you bitch. You got me like all the way fucked up. Like I may look bougie, but I will bust out a Beretta real quick. And her mom, her stepmom was like, uh-huh, see, you just like your mama. That's why James left her. I was like, oh, Lord. <laughs> and then Keyshawn like throws a thing of rolls at her. She was like, bitch. And then I, I hated that they cut the scene right after that. Because I was like. I wanted to see if, like, I was like, were they going to throw fists? Like, might as well have knocked her out. Like, I'm sorry. You throw a pole of mashed potatoes at me. Now we'll be scrapping on the floor. Okay. That's what I thought we was going to see, like, a full-on fist fight. But, no. We just cut to, like, after she throws the roll, we just cut to Keyshawn's, like, in her room, like, holding this stuffed animal. And we just hear the stepmom yelling, presumably yelling at James. Mm-hmm. We don't hear him, though. But she was just yelling, like, she was just like, we're going to, she's going to learn how to respect me or she's fucking out. I'll send her back to Chulahoma with her hood rat mammy so fast. I was like, oh. And I was like, hood rat? But I was like, you guys are living in a really nice house. So I was like, and I think James has money. So I was like, how is she a hood yeah. rat? 
Right. I was like, it's giving. She probably was at with your dark skin, not like. Yeah. Mm. Um, Cliff comes in with narration and says, you know, I used to. I remember I used to sit up and do the same thing. Sit on my bed and hope someone reached down from a pedestal, made a VVS stones, and pulled me up from the gutter. Bad bitch with a scepter. Bad bitch with a vision. Vision I ain't have for myself. Then Keyshawn walks up to her wall with a Rihanna magazine cover. I was like, this is so recent. <laughs> yeah. I saw it when they talked about DMs. I was like, this ain't in the 90s? Like, what is going on? <laughs> and then uh, she rips the magazine cover off the wall and it transitions back to present day Mississippi last poster at the club that she just performed at. She's given all the girls, like, it's like a lot of people from, like, Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. Yeah. I don't know like, how don't know the fuck people. they got Dime and Jocelyn in the same room. I know that check must have been fat, because them bitches hate each other. Anyway, <laughs> she's, like, giving them the Mississippi Blast info. She's like, yeah, make sure you tag me when you were the lashes. And they were like, girl, we know about that influencer life. Like, we got you. And then Jocelyn comes over with these cash dispenser guns shooting out money. She was like, yeah, bitch, let's party. (laughs) And the Cliff voiceover says, and finally her fairy godmother had arrived. Life was finna be litty in a bitty. And she was one step closer to the tower. She could let her hair down and finally be free. And then Jocelyn's kind of giving her words of advice. She's like, you know, you remind me of me once upon a time. Go make it out of here because you're belly growling. And then he was like, oh, it is? And then Jocelyn was like, bitch, it's a fucking metaphor. Let me tell you something. (laughs) To them, you always gonna be a hoe. They ain't never gonna let you forget that. But that's cool. Because like our sister Cardi B said, a hoe ain't never cold. I was like, this line doesn't make sense, but this is very Jocelyn. It did not make sense. But I was like, okay. I was like, you're always going to be a hoe, but you ain't never going to be cold. Like, I was like, uh, maybe I guess that means like you always going to make money. Like you're not going to be out on the street, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. So I'm, yeah, maybe that. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to just go with it. Uh, and then she gives Case Sean a hotel room key. And she's like, what? You want me to come by your suite and dance for you? And then Jocelyn was like, nah, a bad bitch needs to just talk to another bad bitch. And I was like, okay. I was like, period. She's like saying like, I'm here for you. Like if you need to talk, like just come through type, which I guess is cute. I mean, I was kind of, I was like, I don't really see how Jocelyn is supposed to be like the fairy godmother, but I think I'm she's like, supposed to she be the book her at the club? present like, fairy godmother. Like she's like, you know, if you need anything from me, mm. I got you through all of this. Cause you know, Keyshawn kind of no longer has Cliff. Even though Cliff is narrating. True. Yeah. Yeah. Because she ain't been to the pink since murder night. Right. She doesn't really have her posse, the pink posse. She doesn't have Cliff. And, you know, she has Rome, but like she's kind of wising up to Rome. Because remember when they were at the house, she was like, you know, what's my cut? Like, am I just paying for all of this? So I think she's kind of aware and present that Rome is using her in some capacity and he's taking a cut. It's not necessarily out of the goodness of her heart, as I feel like a fairy godmother would be out of the goodness of your heart. Mm true and so then cliff narrates he's like is there anything sweeter than finally being seen for the precious gem that you are after a lifetime of feeling invisible and i was like i guess like jocelyn sees you know that Mm -hmm. she's more than just like just another hoe type shit but then we go back to the past on the night of the mistletoe dance and it's like very much it's like yeah Keyshawn is invisible here like she's in pajamas she doesn't have a date she's not planning to do the dance um and Cliff says Keyshawn secretly longed to be a baller's trophy like her stepsisters, but nobody ever asked this chocolate girl to the grand ball. It wasn't that she wasn't a bad bitch, she just ain't know it. And I think there is the fundamental problem with Keyshawn. Like, not that she has a problem, but it's like, she falls for Derek so easily because she has low self-esteem. Because mm. everybody around her has been bringing down her self-esteem forever. Yeah. Very sad. And then... 
I was like, this is just, I don't know, because she's just like eating her little cereal in the corner, like watching them all take pictures. Mm-hmm. And then her dad, James, is like, oh, like, can you take this picture? Like, so I can get in there. And I'm just like, this feels disrespectful. Right. I don't know. <laughs> because the mom definitely could have took the picture instead because she wasn't in them. But I don't know. So then after, so when uh, James like gets in between like Alicia and Laronica in the photo and he's like putting his hand like around Alicia's waist and kind of like pulling her in a little bit. And I was like, hmm, mm-hmm. hold up. And we can see like Alicia is like visibly like uncomfortable. And then he like kissed the side of her forehead. I was like, mm, what's going on here? I was like, y'all close like that? I don't think so. But like Cliff gives us a little hint of it. She's like, you know, but pretty bring pretty problems. Alicia knew something about that. So I was like, hmm, like, I wonder are they going to come back to this somewhere mm-hmm. in the season? But also, we don't see... Alicia's nowhere to be found present day, yeah. so... I'm thinking maybe mm. Alicia and the stepsisters will come back and help Keyshawn. It didn't seem like they were anti-Keyshawn. They were just kind of trapped in this yeah, realm like of they kinda have to. Yeah, it's kind of like their mom is, like, end-all, be-all type shit. It's right. like they kind of got to be, like, on her side, so right. to speak. But I don't know. I was like, maybe they're just... It's just, they just threw that in there, like, even though, like, they're considered pretty and beautiful and all that, like, that also... Light skins have issues, too. Light skins have problems, too. Like... <laughs> and I think it's to sympathize, because I think it's easy to hate Alicia. Like, you're pretty, you're light skin, you're popular. Like, you know, why aren't you yeah. doing more for Keyshawn? Why aren't you helping her? But she's already constrained in her own way. That prevents yeah. her from... She has her own trauma that she's dealing with behind the scenes that is... Like, you know, and maybe she has some resentment to Keyshawn, like, because that is yeah. Keyshawn's dad. Like, you know, it's just, it's complicated I feeling. I don't know I'm if it's resentment. I'm not seeing any, I don't think there's any animosity between Alicia and Not Keyshawn. animosity. I mean, maybe that's not the right word, but like. Or like, there's nothing, like, I don't see like there's any rift between them two. Like, right. because when they were at lunch, you know, they seem like they're cool together. Like, everything's good. It seems like the issue was really between, like, each kid and the parents. And, like, right. how the parent is, like, affected their relationships and they have no way to like bond together because the mom is you know pretty deliberately like splitting them apart being like no you're my kids you're not right so she's like you know like raising two girls and like always like probably she probably casually omits Keyshawn like all the time so yeah maybe they're like conflicted on stuff like Mm -hmm. that so then while they're taking the pictures like someone rings a doorbell and the stepmom goes to answer it and we see it's Derek in a tux and I was like, nah, he's like supposed to be Prince Charming, come save the day. <laughs> but he comes with like a dress and shoes and everything. I was like, okay, Rich McGee, like. The dress is blue to keep going with the Prince Charming and Cinderella theme. And in her room, Keyshawn's doing some last minute sit-ups fitting this dress. I was like, girl, um, that ain't gonna do nothing. That ain't, ain't not a damn thing. Then <laughs> she finds some Spanx to get in. She puts on the Spanx and then the dress finally fits. I was like, Keyshawn is not fat, so I'm not really sure. Sh- yeah, I, I'm thinking maybe because maybe the dress was just like a size too small. Cause like, I don't like, how would he know her size? I don't know. He's a stalker. But then I was like, maybe, <laughs> I don't know. Cause as I rewatched it, I was like, maybe this is like a metaphor for her trying to fit into Derek's life. Like not to be too, mm, but like just, just trying to like fit in somewhere, fit in like, somewhere or like, yeah. this is what you're being handed fit into it. Yeah, it's kind of just like, all right, here's what you got to deal with it. Right, type. deal with it. Conform yourself to be. Yeah. So then she like, she gets dressed and everything. And then we cut to them at the dance. They have like their grand entrance at the Cracker Toe. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, I was like, I guess he wouldn't go to the regular one. He would go to the Cracker Toe. Because his parents host it. Yeah. Surprise. I was like, hmm, 
not very surprising that he is racist because I was like, and the apple didn't far fall from, from the, the tree. tree. Mm. Actually, the apple's still attached to the tree. Like, okay. <laughs> and everybody see. definitely was so looking at their asses. Like, every, right, everybody was looking at them like you brought a Negro to our white estate. Like, okay, <laughs> like to my Yakubian event. <laughs> Which I thought I was like, hmm, that like that was a choice on Derek's part to like bring her into that environment. Like, hmm, I was like, do you really care about her? No, no. But we contrast that with the mistletoe dance um, with the black people, and Gidget has her black date walking in, and Alicia right. she's with like hers. the only white person there. Right. Mm. Um, Keyshawn's the only black person at the other one. Mm-hmm. And we get the montage going between the two dances. Cracker Toe has a chandelier, champagne glasses, formal ballroom dancing mistletoe like negro toe has like disco ball red solo cups twerking tj maxx dresses like not right. very like formal as yeah Crack-toe. but it seemed like they was having more fun than this boring ass it white seemed dance, like less like... of a performance like the cracker toe was definitely like a performance of it reminded me of debutante balls and like yeah um, that sort of realm where it's like a performance of virginity femininity and i think i don't know if it's super common but definitely, like, the debutante balls, and I know in, like, Antebellum South, it was, like, the person you dating in high school, oh, y'all about to get married. Uh, That's what it kind of reminded me of, like, I am presenting this person to the world, this is going to be my future partner forever. Yeah, I was like, I don't, I don't know how y'all be having fun with all that formal dancing, like, what is, like, let loose, like. But it's performance, it's, it's hold, uphold, it's up. supposed to uphold white femininity, like, you're not going to be doing all mm. that twerking and shit, like. That's what the Negroes That's, do. Yeah, exactly. That's not white. That's not what we whites do. But then, like, other dance, like Derek and Keyshawn, they, like, end up dancing under this, like, mistletoe thing, and then they're about to kiss. But then this white lady pops up in between them and is looking like, mm-mm, like, I know you're not about to kiss this Negro in my house. Like, in my in plantation? House? Literally in a plantation. Hell. <laughs> Literally, because then after when they walk out, I was like, oh, this is a plantation house for sure. Like... And then Keyshawn was like, you know, that woman who was fussing because we kept on dancing, like, Shiva had a hissy fit. And Derek's like, yeah, you know, she's the president of the mistletoe committee and she's my mom. And I was like, now that makes more sense. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> if that wasn't his mom, would they have really cared if they was going to kiss? Maybe, Maybe they would have. But Gotta hold doubly so, since she was like, supremacy. my son and this negress? Shocking. Like, <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> I was like, girl, you ain't know. He, I mean, he brought her there to show everybody. Right. I was like, that was mad fast, but... For real. But then, you know, he was like, oh, like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, I didn't know that was your mom. And Derek's like, no, nah, like, don't worry. Like, she's all bark. But my dad, on the other hand, like, he's got a bite that makes you beg for the bark. And I was like, mm. Mm. And Keyshawn's like, looks at his face again, like, at the bruise he has. And she was like, oh, like, you didn't get that bruise from practice, did you? And he was like, nah. So we're like, mm, abusive father. And then, like, they're just, like, looking at each other. And then it starts to snow. Shocking. In Mississippi. Mississippi. Right. I was like, this is a rare event. (laughs) And so, Keyshawn, she's just, like, spinning around. She's like, ah, like, chasing the snowflakes. And just, it was just, it was nice to see her have, like, a genuine, like, Mm -hmm. joyful moment. Mm -hmm. And, like, their car pulls up. And, you know, Derek's like, come on, like, your dad's gonna kill me if, like, I don't get you back soon. And she's like, you know, like, how often does it snow in Mississippi? Like, this is the time. This is a joyous moment. I felt like that snow Mississippi line was kind of like, I don't know, some type of euphemism or like a comparison to her and Derek's relationship. 
Does that make sense? Snow in Mississippi. Because I was like, that's like, her stage name, Snow. He's Dwight, the Snow, she's the Mississippi. Mississippi. Yeah. Literal Snow in Mississippi. Because in... they had sex <laughs> in the little next scene. Man, yeah, because then Cliff is narrating, saying, you know, this was rare. Like, both of them knew it. It's like, yeah, the snow was rare. The literal snow is about to be in the literal Mississippi is rare. Like, <laughs> and, you know, both of them knew it, you know, to find lust that felt like a sliver of love. And they both have been following the rules all their lives. Keyshawn, the rule that a little chocolate girl wasn't deserving. And Derek, the rule that a little chocolate girl wasn't deserving. Mm-hmm. I like that, like, play on the same phrase. And, you know, Derek was like, you know, like, I haven't. And he trails off. So I was like, oh, they lost their virginity to each other? Cute. I was wondering. I took it as I've never fucked a black girl before type B. Oh, yeah. I also wondered if that's what he meant, too. But I, I don't know. It seemed like like it's the same for no matter the race. No? Like, the mechanics You know how they'd the be like, I've never been with a black woman before. Like, what did you expect me to do? Have bananas around my waist? Like, Joseline Baker <laughs> and do a dance for you? Like... Nigga. Right. <laughs> because when Cliff said, but that night rules was broken, lines was crossed, promises made, I was like, lines crossed made me feel like like a segregation line or like the color line or like the race yeah, line. Yeah, I was, I was definitely thinking, yeah, like it was like the race line. It was like, oh, this a white man and a black girl, they should never cross paths. Like, that yeah, type. that's what I, I felt like he was saying. Like, I've never fucked a black woman before because I was like, mm. I was like, Derek, who has access to all the cheerleaders all the time and looks up their skirts. True. I was like, how likely, senior year, how likely is it that he's actually a virgin? Right. You're right. Yeah. I also wonder if Derek and Gidget have history because she seemed to hate him from the jump yeah I think she hate him because like He's she rich. was saying like they're yeah the overprivileged like uh, douchebags okay. like Derek okay. so I was like is that the extent of y'all history I hope so but mm. <laughs> um so Keyshawn gets home late and she tries to sneak upstairs quietly but she stops when she hears her stepmom light a cigarette in the living room I was like y'all smoke cigarettes in the house in big 20 what is this 18 yeah. probably like oh brother but you know she got a big ass house she can do whatever she wants. she sure can Keyshawn was like you know i'm sorry for i'm late for curfew and then the stepmoms was like no worries you beat alicia and Laronica, so you're a good daughter for tonight Won't i was you. like tonight mm. i guess it seems like she has her all, all of them in competition with each other 24 7 mm. probably with with alicia at the top yeah always um and i guess that means like if they're out late, that probably means like they're having sex, which is not oh, like, a good for sure. thing. <laughs> um, and she was like, you know, I won't tell your daddy you were a little late. And Keyshawn was like, thank you. I was like, mm, y'all made up quick for throwing mashed potatoes and shit, cause I wouldn't owe you nothing. <laughs> True. I was like, how I don't know how much time has passed since throwing mashed potatoes <laughs> and uh, the mistletoe dance. <laughs> but the stepmom is like, you know, everything fits you like it was custom, but you don't got you didn't get to pick. Be careful of becoming a mammoth Barbie doll. You'll always find another one to buy. <sighs> and. Cliff was narrating. She was like, child, what you said. But she ain't want to listen. We never do. And I was like, yeah, because that line came back again near the end Definitely. with Rome. I was like, hmm. She spoke facts that one time. And the stepmom looked like upset and sad. So I was wondering if like James is cheating on her because it seems like he's never there also. Yeah, he's always like out of town or something. Yeah. Like they're like waiting for him to come back. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, hmm. I was like, God, what you pay for, huh? Hmm. All alone in that big old house of yours. And then I was like, I don't know. Like, one, you deserve it. But two, like, is maybe Keyshawn's mom didn't put up with that shit. Like, she, he was cheating 
with the lady and Keyshawn's mom like maybe went to fight the lady because she was like your hood rat mammy and you just like your mammy and stuff. I was like maybe. Oh, maybe they had a little altercation. Maybe they had an altercation or, and like Keyshawn's mom was not willing to be just subservient and like allow him to cheat on her. Wow. Mm. Versus this lady seems like she's more not willing, but like ain't nothing she she's can do just, about it. Yeah, she probably just accepts it. Like, right. well, this is what what can she do? Right. He's rich. You never get a rich man who's also faithful. Yeah, and she because she probably unemployed. Too, I feel so like she like, doesn't have no job. Yeah, so she's like, well, like I got to deal with it to keep this lifestyle. Right, because she said home home record a homemaker. Mm-hmm. Back in the present, Keyshawn's in the hotel room with Murda, Wody, and Teak, and she's dancing with all the money she made from the night. And Wody winks at her, and she pretends to die and falls on all the money. And then she starts making snow angels. She's like super happy. Yeah, um, I thought that kind of went back to like her in the snow, yep. kind of. I was like, they just be putting little nods here. I do I like love that. that. And Murder is talking about how the whole spot was Liddy. And, you know, he was like, Keyshawn, you killed it. And Wody was like, oh, so Keyshawn, the biggest killer of us all, huh? And I was like, uh. uh Actually, no. Uh. <laughs> and then Keyshawn was like, you know, that's what a bitch do. Like, and that's what we're going to be doing starting tomorrow on the second leg of the Dirty Dozen tour. And then she looks around and sees that Big Teak is just quiet. She's like, why are you so quiet? Like, you better come get you some of these chocolate covered strawberries. And Teak was like, nah, I'm straight. Murder was like, nigga, you know you want one. And Teek was like, I said I don't fucking want one. Shit, open your goddamn ears. And he goes to the other room. I'd be like, he's always like on edge with the simplest shit. Like, you know what? He just got to I guess that's what, true. I was like, is that what, that's what they did to him in there? Like it made him just be like on edge and like every little thing could like set him off or some yeah, shit. could like, be. That's real. Keyshawn's looking at Wody and then nods in Teek's direction. And the screen has their internal dialogue like are they fucking <laughs> i thought that was so funny because <laughs> then like Wody like looked back at murder and looked back at her and then the screen said like i think these niggas fucking because <laughs> <laughs> it's like we see they was kind of arguing in, back at the club and now they kind of got a little thing here in the hotel room you so can always like... tell when niggas is fucking because they will literally argue about anything yeah because i guess i don't know like i guess teak still feels the way that like he kind of moved on from him. Right, you moved on. When he got out. Yeah, you moved on, you fucked me, like, you love me. And then you, I found a postcard that said you love somebody else. Yeah, so it's kind of just like, damn, like, what am I, a chopped liver? Like... Right, and it seems like, especially because Murder was saying, sending postcards through the jail, it was like, not postcards, but like little notes. It was like, mm-hmm. you know, nigga, you love me. Right. So then Keyshawn is like asking Murder, you know, is Teak all right? And he's like, nah, like he ain't been all right in a Mississippi minute, but let me see what I do with this fool. And so he gets up to go to the other room. And then Wody was like, I just need to get him a bitch. And I was like, now, nah, Wody. Why would we you get to know. The- Now you know, damn well. You know. <laughs> and uh, Murder stopped, looked at him like, really? And Wody was like, we're not. <laughs> you knew what, you know what the fuck is up. I'm like, fucking <laughs> And then Rome comes in the room and he's like, oh, like, what's up? You know, like, y'all got that money ready yet? And Keyshawn was like, you know, like, almost, like, I have it to you in a minute. And Rome was like, cool, cool. You know, after that, we can go slide on through to Jocelyn's spot. And then he tells Murder he got his keys. He hand him the card. And Murder was like, yeah, like, a nigga finished lay his crown at the Imperial for the first time in life. You know, after we slide through that party, like, I'm gonna hit that slab hard. And then Rome was like, wait, hold on. No, no, no. Like, y'all niggas can't slide through. Like... <laughs> And he was like, murder was like, damn, it's like that. I like, thought this part was weird because it was like, 
Damn, they can't go to the party. Like, what's wrong? Like, yeah, it was. It was like Rome was just like icing them out because he was just like, you know, like y'all, y'all motherfuckers better be glad I even used that blue guac cloud to get you these rooms. Because if it was up to Wodia, I was like, y'all be staying at the Super Eight and goddamn Conyers. I was like, not Conyers. I don't even know. Me and Teak was like, where the fuck Conyers at? <laughs> and Rome was like, exactly. <laughs> like, he was like, you know, like I done done enough for y'all niggas, and I was like. Did have you like besides tonight? Like have you like what else have you done for them? It feels like he was trying to like isolate Keyshawn. Mm. Um, as we see later, which makes sense. But it felt like maybe like he was trying to isolate like because at first it seemed like they were all kind of together and they were sharing like blinds. They were sharing rooms. Rome even offered everybody coke. But now it's like it just feels like he's. It really felt like he was trying to isolate Keyshawn. Like, I'm here for you. These niggas not doing nothing. Yeah, for you. like, I'm not here for these niggas. Like, I'm the one calling the shots. Like, I do everything. Like, yeah. See, yeah. The seeds were planted very subtly. Because mm-hmm. I didn't even peep that. Because Teak took the card out of Murder's hand and he threw it at Rome. He was like, nobody needs your goddamn charity. And Rome was like, oh, okay. Well, give me my shit back then. Yo, ungrateful ass nigga. And I was like, huh? And Teak was right. like, ungrateful. And Rome was like, oh, my bad. This five-star bed over there too soft for your back, huh? Because a nigga like you want a prison cot, huh? I was like, whoa, we ain't got to throw these blows. See, because now you get like, killed. Like, why? And nigga moment. Right, I was like, you and Teek steady be going at it. And now you antagonizing him? I was like, also, this nigga's easily got another 100 pounds on you. Easily. He beat the shit out of Rome. Like, I'd like to see it, actually. <laughs> too bad we don't. We won't get to see it. You know what? We see something better. We do see. We see something better. I mean, I, we could have had both, you know, a little, little one-two punch. And then, <laughs> but Rome was like, you know, Keyshawn, like, once you you threw playing with these clowns, you can slide on through. Like, and he's telling T again, you broke ass nigga. I was like, all right, see yourself out. Sorry. I love a a, a farewell broke ass nigga line. <laughs> broke ass nigga. It do hit, but also Rome sucks. Yeah, so. Rome sucks. And then Tika's like, you know, fuck this nigga. Like, I don't need nothing from that nigga. Like, I'm finna go lay my ass in the hearse. And he, like, storms out the room and, like, murder goes after him. <sighs> you can always tell when niggas is uh, fucking, but not no official title. You literally can always tell. <laughs> <laughs> and so then Key, it's just Key and Wody left. And Key is telling him, you know, don't be bothered by Rome. You know, like, I'm gonna go up there and get the keys for y'all rooms. But you sit tight here. And Wody was just staring at her. And she was like, what? And he was like, you know, I don't like your hair. And she's like, nigga, what? He was like, no, like, I just like the hair that grow out your head. I was like, not this. For real. I was like, okay. And then Cliff narration come in. It's like, mm, what he said. Because she still has on the blonde wig. <laughs> yeah, she still has on the blonde wig. And I was like, okay, like, what that? I thought maybe he didn't like the blonde. But he's just like, no, I need you to be a natural queen. I literally like, hate when niggas say that, bro. Can I just wear the wig and be okay? Right. And I was like, we don't even know what Keyshawn's natural hair look we like. We don't. So. so that's why I was like, this feels... It's probably been permed since birth. Like, yeah, I was like, this feels facetious. Yeah, we don't see Keyshawn's natural hair, even in the flashbacks. Yeah, yeah. She Her hair is always straightened. No, she had she a wig got on. A perm. Oh, it was a wig? Yeah, that, in the back, it was a wig. Because remember, even at, at one, it looked like a wig. And then two, <laughs> um, the stepmother was like, I'm like, you, she don't need weave. Oh, true. I guess I was thinking about when her and Derek were at the diner and she was like, just got my hair fixed. I was I, like, did she get a, like, she got a touch up on a perm or she got a flat iron or something? Nah, it felt like maybe she got a new install. New install. Okay. That also makes sense. But then I was like, what was the point of this little line though? Because like, is she going to suddenly stop wearing wigs? And maybe like, in a future episode. 
but I was true. Maybe her journey is very it's very much in the beginning. Yeah, very. <laughs> and so then we go back into the past when Kishan is pregnant with her and Derek's first child. And they're like in their little apartment that they got. And Derek's like, oh, look, my boy Justin got these, got us some burp rags. And then Kishan was like, these are ugly. <laughs> and Jer- Derek was like, you know, I think it's kind of fucked up. You're over here judging shit. You know, the fucking baby doesn't care what they're wearing as long as they got some fucking clothes on. And Kishan was like, well, they could have at least picked the color I wanted. Like I, I said, persimmon. <laughs> I was like, persimmon? <laughs> persimmon? What the fuck color is persimmon? Like... <laughs> Derek was like, you know, you sure you sure are really hard to fucking please nowadays. And, you know, like my mom's trying. It was like, yeah, now. And Derek was like, what the hell is that supposed to mean? And she's like, well, she sure didn't put a down payment down on the duplex. Like my daddy did that mm-hmm. with his rich self. And she's like, you know, I'm just saying I thought your parents would have helped us out a bit more. And Derek's like, are you fucking kidding me right now? Like, I knew I shouldn't have messed with you. Ever since she saw you, my mom always said you were a gold digger. I was like, Keyshawn parents have money too. You went to her house. Hello? I was like, it seemed like her father is off quite well. Right. Maybe not as well as you guys, but if he put down the down payment on a duplex, you seem like the gold digger, Derek. Okay. And actually though, I was like, I couldn't believe the mom said she might be a gold digger. Because I was like, you, like besides that dress and shit, what did you pay for? Right. I was like, did you even pay for the diner meal? hello i mean i assume he did hope hopefully. so but Keyshawn <laughs> was like so. oh ruthann listening to her own one kanye west cd i'm really paying off huh and then derek was like Keyshawn, shut the fuck up and then Keyshawn was like you will not tell me to shut the fuck up and derek was like you know what i knew i shouldn't have dipped my dick in the life to you now i'm fucking stuck in the situation terry kept some backwards bitch and i was like backwards bitch huh Mm, and Keyshawn mm. said straight, she was like, take care of me. I'm taking care of you. I'm fucking eight months pregnant working nights at Walgreens. Who's putting food on the table, huh? Who's putting gas in your fucking Prius, huh? Who? And then Derek fucking strangles her. Right. He was like, that's the last straw. You stripped me of my masculinity. Like, I was like, oh. I'm trying to figure brother. out why he don't never got no goddamn job. Because why don't you have a job back then either? Hello? I'm thinking, I don't know, maybe because of her? I don't know, because like as he's... He's strangling her. He's all like, you should be fucking paying for it. And the reason my fucking family kicking me out is because of you. You fucking trapped me. So I'm like, I feel like he was living off of daddy's dollar. Oh, and he don't have no experience or nothing. Yeah. So I'm like, now maybe he don't know how to do nothing. So that's why he can't get a job. But she or... said, And I'm like, so how are you going to say you taking care of her? You're not paying for shit. You're not doing nothing. You're not right. even putting food on the table, bro. You're not even cooking. Like you don't know how to do anything. For real. And I was like, this is so wild. Like, so it's like Keyshawn has literally always been the, the financial support. Yeah, always been the breadwinner. She's always supporting him. And then uh, I guess like I he probably don't like that. And then in turn, like, puts yeah. it back on her. Like, so I'm just like, I'm like, why can't you get like, no job? For real. That's like, the real Walgreens, question. You can't work at Walgreens. Right. You don't know how Hello. to do a cashier thing. You can't get a basic job. What's wrong with you? Like, mm. do you have CTE? What's going on? I literally am so curious. Like, I don't want to know too much about Derek, but I'm like, the main question I have is, why can't you get a job? Yeah, I that I do think that's a little weird because I'm like, even the simplest of places. You're a white man. A white man who can't get a job. Like, mm. that's the worst type of white man. Like, you a bum? Right. And I'm thinking, like, did he not finish college? Because he didn't go to college. But I'm like, you didn't finish college. I thought he got the full ride. But I think he had to drop out because, or not go. Oh, because Keyshawn got pregnant. 
But I'm like, you definitely had to finish high school. Had to. Because yeah. you was right at graduation. And I'm like, if I was Keyshawn... trying to figure out the timeline. But I was like, it doesn't seem like Keyshawn graduated high school, but she could get a job. So why can't you get a job? Like, Yeah, they kind of, like, they didn't give us any in-between between at high school and now she's pregnant. Because I was like, how many years? Well, like, it seems like she, she got pregnant that she, night. she like 18, 19? I think the connotation was oh, she got pregnant that, what... that night. Oh. And it's nine months later. But I was like, Derek definitely should have graduated by now. He definitely should have graduated by then. So I'm like, you at least have a high school diploma. You could work at McDonald's. And it doesn't seem, yeah, it doesn't seem like Keyshawn graduated because she's pregnant. Hmm. And like, she would be in school this year. I wish they clarified. More, I wish she... I was confused. I was like, I don't know, like, what, like, what's the time? Like, I don't know. I think this is supposed to be Keyshawn's senior year because she's eight, nine months ago, like more. But she's not in school. So I think the implication is like she didn't finish high school because she got pregnant. Oh, I feel like they could have clarified. Yeah, it I don't know. Because I felt like bit, but... it's because I felt like the way it skipped ahead, it was like a couple years. Like it did seem. Years. But then because um, when she went to the stepmom's apartment, the stepmom's house, mom was like, I can't have you here. You're bad influence on my daughters, blah, blah, blah. Oh, so maybe I thought it was because she was like pregnant out of wedlock. That too, but I mean, if if Keyshawn, if this whole story where we're in the present day is no more than five years later, like. True. I don't know. They need to clarify these timelines. Oh, yeah. So then after like De- Derek was like strangling her, Cliff's narration was coming in like, you know, the first time you don't want to believe it to wake up from your own death. A little bit of Keyshawn died that night. She had to. This was the night Miss Mississippi was born. I thought that was interesting because it reminded me of this book I read, Freshwater, mm-hmm. where like something traumatic happened to the main character mm-hmm. and then like she kind of had like a rebirth mm-hmm. of sorts. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, kind of like she, well, yeah, because this was traumatic as fuck. And it's like, this is the first time like Derek's like put his hands on her. Right. So I know. Yeah. It's like kind of it's like you got to die to survive type. Yeah. Like dissociate. Yeah. Dissociate. I like the way that this episode was intertwined because the transitions between each of the scenes kind of make it easy to go back and forth without it being too like jumpy they all relate mm-hmm. yeah um so we go back to the present and Keyshawn's in rome's hotel room ready to head to jocelyn's place and she's like why are you not dressed yet like he's just in a robe and i'm like you know why are you not dressed yet right someone's up from jump but you know i didn't i didn't suspect oh yeah also this is the part that uh the trigger warning is about so warning yeah well should we put timestamps? yeah we should know. put timestamps. yeah i'll put the timestamp where to skip ahead yeah and rome was like you know i was too busy on the horn got some bad news for you though queen wig deal fell through couldn't work out some points in the back end so and then Keyshawn was like See? Oh, that was my no. first that was another sign when he called her queen yeah. i was like he started calling her queen like this episode i was like why are you calling her queen mm, but suspicious. i was like you are a corny nigga so you know but Rome was like, you know, don't worry, because I got something else even better. And he pulls out a pair of pleasers. He was like, this move right here, you know, the Miss Sip platform for pleasers. And I was like, if we don't stop calling everything Miss Sip. They got it. It's the brand. Like <laughs> and Keyshawn was like, a stripper heel? And Rome was like, hell yeah. Plus they offering you a nice ass cut off it too. You know, I'm talking 3% off gross. Keyshawn was like, that's cool. But that's 3% off a small customer base. And Rome was like, what the fuck are you talking about? And Keyshawn was like, you know, I really wanted the wig deal because everybody could rock a good lace front now and then. And that customer base is wide. And Rome was like, man, you can just try it on. If you don't like how it fit, then I'll like dead the whole thing. 
And it reminds me of the shoes that Derek brought because they have that same silver. Um, it's a different type of heel, kind of showing like her rebirth in a way. Uh, so she tries it on and he's like, how's it fit? And Keyshawn's like, yeah, perfect. Like, Yeah, that reminded me of how her uh, stepmom was like, oh, like all this shit look like it's custom made. Like, because everything kind of fit just perfectly. Mm -hmm. And so these shoes fit perfectly. And she was all like, you know, like be careful of a man who like tries to make a Barbie out of you. Right. And I was like, hmm, mm. the parallels yeah. again. Like, here's another nigga here trying to buy you like basically yeah and then um it also kind of went back to that cinderella imagery she wasn't wearing blue in this scene i don't believe she was wearing silver. it was like a yeah it was like silver um which reminded me of the ball gown that maybe cinderella wore no cinderella wore a blue ball gown wait now that when she first walked in the room she had this blue thing on oh okay yeah, but then she took it off. She yeah, she took it off because Rome was all like, "Oh, like I bet this gonna look real good with the floss you got on." Like, why don't you check yourself out in the full length mirror while I finish getting dressed? And so then, like she, so then that's when she has like the silver floss mm -hmm. on. She's like looking at looking at it in the mirror in the bathroom. So then, like Rome is like, "Oh, like how they look," and Keyshawn's like, "You know, like they're cute, but you know, I'd rather just stay in my own shoes." And then Rome comes behind her. He got like the flash on on his phone. I was like, is he recording her or he just got the flashlight on? I was confused because yeah. it was the light was on. So all right, I was like, I feel like you recording. Yeah, it just it was feeling very weird. And then like he was all like, "Ooh, like mm, girl, I'm scared of you." I was like, "Why?" Like, mm. Mm. and so she she like she Sean turns around and she looks at down at him and she was like, "Rome, like your robe." Another red flag because didn't you say you was gonna get dressed? Right. Why are you still in the robe? Mm. And so Rome was like, like, oh well, how like that must have came loose. I was like, he's a sick man. Nasty bitch. Nasty man. And like Keyshawn's like looking super uncomfortable. She's like averting her eyes. And she's Rome's like, well, like you don't like what you see? And she's like, Come on, Rome, come on, like we're gonna be late. And he was like, you know, man, they ain't gonna them niggas ain't gonna start on time. And then he like comes closer, start touching him on her arm. I was like, oh no, no. And Kishan was like, no, like, we'll, we'll be promised, like, that we, we promised him that we'd be there by this time, like, Rome, what are you doing? Like, and Rome's, you know, not every bitch get a chance to make their dreams come true, but look at you, you're pretty mug everywhere, and I could do so much more for you if you just let me, come on, like, don't be scared. And Ugh. he, like, tried to, like, push her hair back, and she's like, mm, like, Rome, stop. And Rome, like, back up a little bit. He's like, oh, like, so you don't want to strip from me? Ain't that what you do? Bro, this Ain't that what you finna go do? Every nigga do, like... Bro, I was like, damn, he really had me fooled, like... Like, they be like, I'm gonna manage you. I'm gonna manage you. I... Help, like... Sick. Sick, man. And Keyshawn's like, you know, that's not all I do. And Rome's like, what else you be doing? Nigga, ain't you it. the manager? Hello? I was like, I feel like you've been around her this whole time and like you still, it's like Jocelyn said, some people only going to see you as a hoe. Right. And it's like, damn, like it sucks that he, he could spend all the time with her and he's still just like, you're not. Has no, her. yeah. He has no willingness to get to know her on any type of deeper level. Yeah. And so Keyshawn was like, you know, like I'm getting free, like making shit shine. Like I'm out here making folks think that they got the control when it's really me who's pulling the strings on that stage. Like it's spectacle. And he's, you know, them nasty little lap dances you be doing ain't no spectacle. Oh, but you want one of these little nasty little lap dances, huh? Okay. And she's like, you know, it's symbolic gesture made to give the customers upper hand. But the lady that's really in control is me because they ain't getting none. Right. I make them think it. And the thinking is what makes them come. It's charity. <laughs> okay. But Roman's like, you know, and this shit costs. Like, all I done done for you, Keyshawn. Nigga, huh? you getting a pay cut. 
Huh? For real. I was like, you are not it doing made this for no free. sense. He was like, all that money I didn't put in your motherfucking pocket, all that food I put in your kid's mouth. And I was like, is this not just a job for you? Like, aren't you not, are you not getting paid right. like a regular you job? You literally are getting paid. That's why I was like, like, the transaction is done. He's sick. And she's like, you know, she's like, oh, so I owe you now? And he's like, hell yeah, because all this shit is pending. Like, all these deals, everything, pending. So I was like... And I was confused. I was like... So you gave her an advance. So you lied. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, did he give her an advance? Or was like, does he just mean, like, the new stuff he's doing is pending? So, like, there's no... I feel like, like she has means, the money she already made, but she still has to make more. I feel like he'd been giving her advances instead of really mm. saying all the stiff. But I was like, how she got the misstep lashes? It was pending. Yeah, so I don't know. Yeah, so that's why I was like, maybe he's talking about like other stuff that maybe. he's working on or something. And so he's like trying to touch her arm again and she like shakes him off and she's just like, I don't do this. And she like walks out of the bathroom and Rome follows her. He was, he was like, what hell are you talking about, man? Like, hell yeah. Like everybody got them a little movie nowadays. Like shit, even your boy Lil Murda. And I was like, how we switch gears so fast? I was like, what are we talking like, about? what you video? mean? You got a video. Yeah. That's what Key was like. Like, what you talking about? And he said, you know, I seen what you did when y'all was back in Memphis, tonguing him down and all that. I can tell that nigga ain't like that shit. And hell, for all I know, he booty buddies with that big teak nigga. <laughs> I was like, booty buddies? Hell. You're not wrong, but. <laughs> and she was like, you know, like, you ain't got no proof of that. I was like, why you say that? I mean, she needed to say it because we need to see the evidence. And he was like, I ain't got no proof. Like, and then he showed her the video. I want to see the video because I was like, who... Like, who was the video with? I was like, like so who? you was putting video cameras in people's rooms? That's what I'm saying. So that's why I was like, the video is not him and Teak because he's saying, like, he thinks they might be booty buddies. So I'm like, is the video of murder and somebody else? Is it murder and Cliff? What's, let me, I have to rewatch that episode in the first season. Because I'm like. Yeah, because there was also that, um, was it that clip someone put put in the Discord that was saying something about, like, how. Apparently, Pico made an appearance in first. The yeah, first I was like, did he? And that like Pico knew was talking about some alleged video, so I was like, what is mm. this video? So I'm guessing it's just murder and some random nigga. Lord, right, literally. So he's showing her the video, and he was like, no, that fuck nigga gonna win an Emmy for the part he playing. Got people on the gram thinking y'all together and shit, but this nigga ain't no gangster. He a f slur, just like you ain't no princess, bitch. You's a hoe, and you mine. And then he, like, rips the top of her floss off, like, exposing her boobs. And he, like, push her on the bed. And, like, she's trying to fight him off. And then she, like, finally gets a hit in. And she, like, knees him in the nuts. And, like, she he falls. And she tries to run away. But then he, like, tries to grab one of her shoes and stop her. But she just, like, takes her foot out and leaves the shoe behind. I was, like, very Cinderella. Very Cinderella. Also, very Cinderella. the shoe was not hard to get out of. It was not. So I was like, good. So she could just easily get out the shoe. And then she's just like running down the hall. And she's like, goes to Wody's room. And she's like banging on the door, banging on the door. And then they transition to back in the past where she's banging on the door of her stepmother's house right after Derek choked her. Yeah, she's banging on the door and she's not wearing anything but her nightgown in the pouring rain. And she's very pregnant. And her stepmom answers the door with a leash in the background. And Kishan's like, I have nowhere else to go. And the stepmom was like, Keyshawn, I am so sorry, but I can't have my daughters around this. And then Keyshawn was like, I made a mistake. And the stepmom was like, no, you made a choice and you have to own up to your choices. I told you, relationships are hard. You can't keep coming back every time stuff gets a little rough. And I was like, girl, this is a different type of rough. Like, 
And Keyshawn yeah. was like, what my daddy saying? And the stepmom was like, he agrees. Go home, Keyshawn. I was like, you didn't even ask him. For real. That's why I was like, does he, did he even know? It seems like, like he's a, not an active father. Yeah. Like, it seems like he just be out doing whatever. And then I was also confused because I was like, does this imply that, like, when she said, you know, every you can't come back here, like, every time something gets a little tough. So I was like, has she come back multiple times? Seems like Darius at Derek? least yelled before. Mm, yeah so i'm like they probably had some issues before mm-hmm. but i'm like i i don't know i feel like i feel I like know. if somebody was... run into my house in the pouring rain she don't got no car she's heavily right. pregnant and she's standing out there and you know how cute Ke- and it reminds me of how Derek picked up Keyshawn in the rain and she had the book over her head this time mm-hmm. she didn't even give a fuck about her hair exactly i was like she didn't have no type of covering or nothing like she came with nothing but the nightgown she was wearing and the belly so i would be like i would think that that would be like oh something is like really wrong like she it seems like maybe like before she had packed up stuff or maybe like try to move back in but like she really just came with nothing um and the stepmom still like yeah and her. she's eight months pregnant yeah nobody just so i'm just like that was so so i was like cold. the stepmom i was like you it's your fault she can't get away from Literally. Derek. Because the first time she tried to get away, like, she had nowhere else to go. Mm-hmm. It was really fucking sucks. So then she's like, go home, Keyshawn. And she, like, closed the door on her face. And then Keyshawn is like, no, no. And she's, like, banging on the door again. And then we transition back to the present with her, like, banging on Wody's hotel room door. And Wody opens the door. He's like, Keyshawn, are you all right? And he brings her inside. He gives her a hotel robe. And they sit on the couch because her, her floss is all torn and stuff. And um, I thought that was good and i was worried about wody for a second but then i think him giving her the robe made me feel better because it was like you have some type of care yeah i don't know i think i was not i always i thought wody was kind of a good guy i'm still like i'd be 50 50 on him he kind of scared me i don't yeah i feel like just because he's so mysterious like we don't and he's like kind of quiet so we're like "Mm, we don't know about you yet so he asked what happened and she's like, Rome, you know, he tried, he, he tried to fuck me. And Wody was like, wait, 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 say what? And Keyshawn was like, all this time he just wanted to fuck. That's all he wanted. You know, I'm so stupid. And then Wody's like, you know, you're not stupid. You ain't nowhere near stupid. Naive, maybe ambitious even, but stupid. He was like, that's just not true. And Keyshawn um, was telling Wody, he know about little murder. And Wody was like, no, what? And I was like, now, nah, nigga, you know, you know. <laughs> She was like, everything. Like, he showed me the video, like, and Rody was like, is that right? And Keyshawn was like, Keyshawn was like, just like I want to go home. Rody was like, but what about the second leg? And she was just like, nah, like, I'm done with this shit. Like, I want to go home. And I was like, fair, because I was like, Rome deceived us all. Yeah. Like, I can't be so in the car like, with you. Yeah, like, I can't even just, like, I just have to cut ties. Like, because yeah. I really, before this episode, I really did not see this coming. Like, I didn't either. I had I was really just like oh like he really I mean yeah I was, like, I was scammer, sure he was sure. like he was making money off her yeah but I thought you know he still I don't know I didn't think he had any ulterior motives because what other motive do you need you're already making you money already off of her money. so I was like mm, I don't know but I guess you know that's how it should go like niggas will niggas will think you act, yeah and niggas will just act normal and then you get comfortable and then they Bro. switch on you they're just like time to strike time to be a fuck nigga for real and so then we go back in the past with Keyshawn. she's going back to the apartment with Derek after her stepmom has turned her away 
and Coast narrations, you know, where are the good fathers when you need them? Where are the men who love and protect you? You know, do they only live in the future or do they even exist? And you know, these questions remain unanswered for bitches like us, but the need for the answer can all be erased with those sweet words of sorry. And of course, you know, Derek has like, he has like all these flowers up in their mm-hmm. like nursery area and he pops up in the hallway to, he don't even really apologize. And a, a sorry was not uttered. Nope. No, sorry. He was just like, he, you know, like, I'm not going to do this ever again. Like, I promise. Like, I'm going to be better than him. I'm going to be better than my dad ever was. And Kishan's just like, I know, baby. Like, I know. I fear that it's just like, not true. It's not. I was like, I was like, this is like said every abuser ever. Like, I'll never do it again. I promise. Nope. That's a lie. That. They never mean that shit. Never. Uh, back in the present, Kishan comes home early from tour and Derek's making food with the kids in the kitchen. Keyshawn goes up to go pick up the oldest child, Jaden, off the floor, but he keeps crying. And Derek was like, oh, why are you back home so early? And she's like, you know, Rome wanted us to take a break, rejigger our tour. And Derek was like, but he called me about an extension. He was like, true, but like he needed to rework the schedule a little bit. It's just so sudden. I wonder what would have happened if she told him the truth. Like, would he like... Mm. would he be like you're never doing this yeah. tour again type. and okay. i think that's I was why, like, why she, didn't she tell him i think that's why because he would have held mm. that over her head forever true true so she tries to pick up her son again but he cries and doesn't let her and she asked Derek what's wrong and he was like you know he's just really been missing you i think and keith sean was like Jaden, are you okay and then we cut to them at the doctor's office and the doctor's telling Keyshawn about you know nothing to worry about just nursemaid's elbow and i was like um nursemaid's elbow but apparently right. that's an elbow joint dislocation and it's pretty common yeah he said you know it happens to a lot of kids because their bones are so soft and i was like okay that would be one thing but then they like noticed this big ass bruise on Jaden's back and they were just like um like doctor like we see this right so yeah and i was like this is not just some regular ass joint dislocation but then i was like derrick is really a monster you're crazy like, actually Cause then Kishan like comes home with like Jaden this little kitty sling on his elbow, and Derek was like, "Oh, like thank God you're back." You know, I got an interview this morning, and she puts Jaden down in his room, and she comes back out, and she was just like, "You haven't asked me what the doctor said," because I think any normal parent would have probably asked immediately, mm-hmm. but he knows what he did, right? And he was like, "Okay, like what the doctor say then?" And Kishan was like, "She's like Jaden's only three years old, Derek. You dislocated his elbow," and he's like. Uh, I didn't like that's impossible. Like, and but she pulls out the receipt. She got the paper from the doctor saying exactly what the fuck happened. And she's like, there it is right there. And he was like, I didn't do anything. And she's like, you know what? Like, you can hit me, you can beat me, but you will not, you will not beat my children. I'm wondering why she didn't get CPS involved, like at the doctor and like tell about the abuse and like get him arrested. Hmm. I don't know. Like, I feel like if she's, if she wasn't even ready to like try to leave him before this. True. Uh, I don't imagine that she would like, be super enthusiastic. Open, shut to me. I've been like, yes, and this nigga's hit me too. Come get us, please. Like, <laughs> True, but I'm like, at least, you know, she has like doctor's I mean. evidence that like while she was not home, mm-hmm. like some shit was happening to her kid. Like, right. And so he was, Derek was like, like okay, like he's, oh, he's getting spankings. And she's like, Derek, like he's three years old. Like literally, and, like, like to why leave are you spanking bruise? a three-year-old? Like enough to, yeah, I was like a slap on the hand. Sure. So, okay. A pinch if you must. To but leave a bruise then, and dislocate the arm and you didn't even take like, him to the doctor. Hello? And I was like, it looked like the bruise was like covering his whole back. back. Yeah. Like them poor kids. So I was like, so you punched the chi- child, really? 
For real, I was like, you really must have like beat them kids up. You like, was beating the shit out of your kids. What a sick man. And so Derek was like, you know, he's driving me insane, Key. You know, like he's fucking whining, he temper tantrum all the fucking time. And Keyshawn's like, well, what did you expect? Like babies cry, like, duh. And he was like, you know, well, it's too much sometimes. And she was like, what do you mean it's too much? Like you have to comfort him. And he was like, like you haven't been with these kids for two weeks, two weeks. And yeah, they get spanking just like I got them when I was their age. And I was like, two weeks and you're ready to. I was like, also, I feel like Keyshawn's probably had her children alone more than that. Yeah. It seems like Keyshawn is the main caregiver. Two weeks is nothing. True. Because I was like, wow. But I guess beforehand, like they were both home together. Like during the pandemic. But it doesn't matter. It just feels like she was still the main caregiver. Like. True. Probably. I think like he was probably only alone whenever. She was on alone live. Alone with the kids. when Yeah. When she was on live doing her thing. Supporting them both. Literally. I was like being with a broke ass white man. Child. But now it makes a lot of sense because they're like high school. I don't even want to say sweethearts. Right. But. <laughs> I was like. A broke yeah. ass man at that, but broke white man? What's the mm. benefit? No benefits. <laughs> Literally no benefits. All right. And so then we can start hearing like the kids are crying in the background. And but Derek's just like, you know, it doesn't matter. Like you have to straighten a tree when it's young. And that's what my dad did to me. And she was like, yeah, like after he made you pull a switch off of it. Hello. Help. Like she was like, you are not him. Like you're so much better. You could be, you could be so much better. And I was like, mm, that potential but he is he is like his father literally clearly. i was like this is such a classic like child father abuses son son becomes an abuser like in the same way like it's kind of sad so he tells kishan he's like stop so i can get ready for this fucking interview kishan's like why you're not gonna get it but it's all good because i'm gonna keep taking care of my three kids Jaden, regal and Derek fucking fright and then he slapped her across the face and her nose starts bleeding I was like, I didn't think the slap was that hard until she like was like, oh my god, like this blood. But also remember, he's benching two fifty, easy, and he's. I mean, but is he doing that now? I mean, high school was like five years ago. He still got weight on him. I mean, yeah, true, and like it don't matter if it's angry. It don't matter if it's fat weight or muscle weight, like. Yeah, cause she was, cause Keyshawn was trying to be like, you know, like this is gonna leave scars on them, like. They're, like, their scars are never going to heal. And he was just like, stop. Like, pow. Like, ugh. Like, he just lost his temper. He was like, you fucking bitch. And he, like, threw her on the ground. And she was dragging her by her hair down the hallway back into the kitchen area. And he was just like, I fucking told you. And, like, we, the kids are crying even louder in the background now. And she's, like, screaming. She's like, no, no. And she's, like, trying to get away. But then he was like, come back here, you fucking black bitch. He's I was definitely like, called oh. her and the children niggers absolutely he's been waiting like i mean he's not waiting but i feel like he hasn't said it to her face too often but on it but who knows because every time he's got mad he be pulling out that you nigger true because he was in the, the first time he abused her he was like he fucking like you backwoods bitch right. like he was only a hop jump and a skip away from mm-hmm. being like you nigger bitch <laughs> like what the fuck he's so awful and then he grabs her he pushes against a wall in the kitchen He's got his hand around her neck. 
He's like, I fucking told you. I fucking told you. And she's trying to hit him to get her off. But he like grabs the, he has a hot iron because he was getting ready for the interview. And he holds it near her face. And she's like, no, Derek, like, please, anywhere but my face, anywhere, please. And he just hovers the iron by his face for way too long. Like It was, I was scary. I was like, I know this to create suspense, but like, we ain't had to do it that long. Right. I was like, ugh. And then like the baby's just crying up a storm in the background. And then like, he finally puts the iron down. And he's just like, you know, I will discipline my children any way I want to. And then he, like, takes his hand off her neck and, like, walks away. And she drops to the floor crying. And Derek's like, this is your fucking fault. I fucking told you. And then you're going to go to a job interview? This is why you're not getting them. Like, You cannot turn the crazy off. I'm so sorry. He'd probably be going off on the interviewers. Like, and then Cliff narration is like, you know, how I wish I could save you, baby girl. Like, because you're so deserving of a white knight. But white knights only exist in fairy tales. And keep your eyes open because the devil can be an angel when he want to be. And then we transition to Wody, who's walking into a giant orgy. I'm like, this is where you was about to take Keyshawn from? Yeah, I was wondering if, because I didn't see Jocelyn there. Mm. So I was wondering if he went somewhere else. Maybe. Or what? I don't know. But I guess I was, was it Rome's hotel room or someone else's hotel room? It seems like somebody else's maybe. Yeah. So Wody comes in there and he says hi to Rome and he's like, hey, like, can I rap with you for a minute about this next leg of the tour? And Rome is definitely clearly already like super intoxicated. Mm-hmm. And he's like, hey, like you want to talk with the boy? Shit, walk with me, walk with me. He like sniffing and shit. And like, they walk into the back room. He tells the girls in there to run along because they got some boss talk. He's like, we're going to talk some business, some boss talk. <laughs> and they sit down and Wody was like, you know, I brought you a present. And he placed like a little bottle of what we think is Coke. <laughs> on the table and rome is like ah ha ha okay my nigga like is this primo shit though like you know because you know rome and rome only do premium shit and Wody was like yeah like i know how you do and rome was like yes sir <laughs> and then he like pours it out he like lines it up with the other lines he got on the table and then rome was like you know why don't you go ahead and hit it first i was like oh he about to get caught up but Wody, smart he a smart criminal hmm. <laughs> I was like, a smarter criminal would have brought in their own alcohol beforehand and been like, you know, I don't do no coke. I got this alcohol right here. But nonetheless. Mm, yeah, I don't know. I guess it kind of made things seem less suspicious mm-hmm. if he also did a line, especially if he brought him some shit. Mm-hmm. So Wody's like, oh, for sure. But he like kind of covers the hand like next to uh, Rome. So mm-hmm. he, he kind of can't see which line he actually does. Mm-hmm. And he like, he hits the line two rows over. And then Rome is like, yeah, ha ha. And then he does the line that of the stuff that Wody had gave him. Which is... And it was like, mm, it's, it's done. It's yeah, done. And then Wody was like, man, like, I wonder what we're going to do now that Kishan ain't going to be on this leg of the tour. And Rome was just like, man, bitches like that a dime a dozen, man. And I was like... Funny, because mm. end of last season, beginning of this one, you were like, yeah, she the star. She the only one of her type, blah, blah, blah. Hello. I was like, I don't see too many people out here like, Kishan, to be honest so what are you talking about hmm. unless they back at the pink so what he's trying to kind of get some information he's like wonder what happened but i mean he already knows rum was like shit yeah. hell if i know but if she want to go back to crackerville that's on her shit she better be glad <laughs> i even took her black ass on on the first place and i was like see this makes me upset because it's like when it kind of reminds me of jocelyn when she was like you'll always be a hoe like Kishan, you'll always be a black bitch basically because yeah basically Derek uplifted her when you know she did everything she wanted when she was his barbie doll but at the moment she starts to fight back you know she's a black bitch same with rome she's this princess she's a queen when you're making money off her and when you think you're gonna get some sex but as soon as she rejects you she's a black bitch 
Yep. I was like, so typical. Very typical typical. of black men. As soon as you do something, you know, like suddenly you every name in the book, like I hate you, well, I don't like you, ugly anyway, type shit. And be like, like you was all over me. Literally. Like, Like, don't fake. You was thirsty for some missip. Like, so Wody was like, what do you think this is going to mean for Lil Murder? And Rome was like, shit. And then he does another line. (laughs) I was like, "Mm, OD secured. Like, (laughs) help. (laughs) We got him, boys. We got him. And what, uh, Rome was like, I could bring one of my new artists or some, you know, little murder can maybe open up for him. And he's like, you know, that nigga just ain't quite took off yet. You know what I'm saying? He was like, don't nobody know that nigga. And Wody was like, yet. And Rome was like, you real strong about your choice, ain't you? Not me. I gotta diversify my income. And then he started like coughing and shit. And Wody was like, you good? <laughs> he know exactly what's up. He was like, Rome was like, yeah, you know, this shit just got me, uh, you know, just got me feeling a little lightheaded over here, bruh. And what he sits back, like, watching his good work. He was like, I'm gonna just sit back and watch the show. I was like, he's very calm for somebody who just did a line of coke. He is. I mean, I, I assume it's not his first uh, rodeo. Oh, well, yeah, true. And then also, the high, yeah, you probably relax. Like, I don't know. I feel like... <laughs> Never done coke before, I feel but... like coke is... Stim- why, do, why Rome be acting like that, then? Maybe he'd be doing too much. Help. <laughs> he'd do it on a regular. He's like. a regular co-head. <laughs> and then Woody was like, you ever seen somebody die before, Rome? <laughs> <laughs> this whole rest of the scene had me so dead. Because Woody was just sitting pretty like, mm, yep. <laughs> and he was like, you already know I seen my mama die. And Woody was you know, death ain't pretty, is it? Yet yeah, F and G made your mama look hella fine for God. Or the devil. <laughs> Rome was like, nah, my mama in heaven. You best believe that. He was like, so how you want to be buried? <laughs> and then we see Rome is starting to feel more of the effects, like his vision going in, like he kind of coughing and stuff. His below his eyes is mad red. Yep. And what he was like, you know, might be able to have an open casket. You know, your body won't be like the nigga whose sister shot him in the face or the woman who hanged herself. I was like, nah, he just got the, he got a memory of all I was like, he's fucked them. up in the head. <laughs> You know what? As being a mortician, you know, maybe he's seen a lot of shit. Yeah. Like, probably nothing surprised him no more. Yeah, probably. And he was, you know, death can be obvious, but she can also be a sneaky ass bitch. <laughs> and Rome, like, he's kind of, like, we're kind of, the camera's, like, from his eyes, and it's, like, going blurry mm-hmm. in and out as he's seeing Wody. He was like, you know, he's like, hold up, Wody. And he's, like, drinking some water. That's not gonna help you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and Wody was like, you like, you ain't feeling so good, is you? It's all right. You know, I'll handle the conversation from here on out. All right. Where this little movie you got? <laughs> Rome was like, you're like, what you talking about, man? Like, ain't no movie. And Rody was like, you know, that ain't what I heard. You know, Keyshawn told me everything. And I do mean everything. <laughs> and then Rome was like, I, I can't breathe, man. He's like gasping for air, like choking. And Rody was like, you lucky. You know, most folks don't get this. Don't get somebody to lead them to the other side. You know, sometimes it's sudden. I like to call ODs soft suicides. Oh, brother. <laughs> and then he holds up like a prescription bottle that says fentanyl. I knew he was going to get a fentanyl uh, storyline. Hey. <laughs> it was so funny, though, because Woody's voice was so soothing. It during was. This whole thing. Death doula. I was like, wow, so calm. Yeah, that tweet was saying he was a death doula. <laughs> I, I died. And then Rome can't breathe anymore and he's kind of like starting to fall over. <laughs> and then Wody winks at him. 
<laughs> that had me dead. I was like, okay, finally, finally this the final killer wink. game has paid off. I was like, you know what? Wody does own the hearse. So it makes sense that he would be the... You know, it makes sense that he'd be the killer. Like, the real killer at the end of the day. <laughs> and then he was like, night, night, nigga. <laughs> and then he, like, gets up to walk away, like, right as Rome, like, collapses. I think he, like, falls on some glass and mm-hmm. shit. And so, like, other people in the, the other room can hear them. And he's like, oh, shit, like, somebody called the ambulance. Like, this nigga in here ODing. And Wody's just walking out, just casual. I was just... like, huh? I was like, nobody stopped him? Yeah, no one stopped him. No one asked That's anything. why I was like, is Wody a ghost? <laughs> but also, it kind of goes know. back to his, like, quiet, mysterious, like, out-of-the-way vibe. Yeah, and I was also thinking because everyone else in the room is probably also very intoxicated. True. So maybe it didn't even matter because... Regardless, Rome was already doing drugs before he got there. Right. So he very well could have just regular had, Wody. Yeah, could have just had a regular. It was like it was very well thought out, Wody, because this is something that could happen. Could without, you do coke? Yeah, he does coke often. It's not out of the. I was like, like was it fentanyl mixed with coke? Because I was like, if it's straight fentanyl, then no. Nah, I think he probably gave him straight fentanyl then, because the way it quickly, how fast it it started to take effect. I think fentanyl I does think it that was anyway. straight fentanyl. But then I was like, when they do an autopsy, like, they're gonna be like, you had 100% fentanyl in your system? Like, it's probably gonna be, it'll probably so mixed. It's still a lot of fentanyl. Did coke. Well, you only need half of a, like, a half of a half of a half of a gram of fentanyl to die. Then maybe that's how much he gave him. That's why I was like, is it mixed with regular coke? Oh, hmm. It might be. Cause, like, I mean, if it's straight fentanyl, like, now we have, like, I think, I don't think so, because. Niggas do some niggas do do fentanyl recreationally. Help? How? If you do like a very small dose or something. Eh? Yeah. I think did I read that in the book Drug Use for Grown-ups or somewhere else? I read it somewhere. Everyone should read Drug Use for Grown-ups though because that was a good book for the most part. 80 times morphine. Jesus. Lethal dose of fentanyl. Damn, head deli in the heroin shit. Yeah. And honestly, I think if in drug use for grownups, they were saying like most of these drugs are really like if you take a moderate dose, like they're really not bad is when you mix them with shit that's mm-hmm. not supposed to be mixed with is how a lot of people have like died from uh, overdoses because they was mixing shit that they shouldn't have mixed. Mm. Yeah, it doesn't tell me a, a dosage. I guess that's for good reason. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but yeah, I did read that that some people do it recreationally, but you probably do on all types of other shit as well. True. If, if you do a fentanyl, choice. I... Because they do like, because he had a prescription, like they do prescribe fentanyl yeah. for certain stuff. So in safe doses, like Oh, you could true. Take it. And it's probably not all, like he probably makes up multiple pills because that pill is not all fentanyl. Yeah. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Oh, so it probably looked like, you know, Rome was probably abusing pills. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it probably just looks like, yeah, the autopsy would probably just be like, yeah, he just had a bunch of drugs in the system. Okay, that makes like, sense. Yeah. I was like, this is so perfect because who would suspect him? No one would suspect Bodhi. Like, Yeah, because I'm like, <laughs> what ties does he have to Rome? And I maybe that's why he keeps his distance from people so he doesn't have ties so in case he need to kill him. Yeah, exactly. So it, in, in case he ever needs to like be incognito or some shit, like no one's gonna be like, "Hey, that guy's such." Yeah, and, and such. he said he like, don't got no ties, no gangs, or nothing. He was like, "Don't get me in your gang shit." Like, yep. So he'd be like, "Let me just fade on into the back, so when I need to do some of my crimes, I can do them in peace." Right. 
And so then we end the episode with Cliff's narration and she's like, you know, and they all lived happily ever after. This ain't no fairy tale. This is the real world. And in the real world, all us got the power to rewrite our own destinies. Handsome princes can become fire-breathing dragons. Trusty sidekicks can become angels of death. And even damsels can become their own damn saviors. And then the last shot is like Wody winking at the camera. <laughs> that was a good I was episode. like, you know, they was they was messing with my emotions the whole time when they was doing this killer game throughout mm-hmm. the season. But I enjoyed the payoff because when he winked at Rome, that was I fucking hilarious. Fell out. I was like, ah. <laughs> I think this is a really good episode. I enjoyed the format change. Yeah, I'm not like I'm not mad at it now, but I was just like, why you stop switching shit up? But you know, it was cute though. <laughs> I thought it was really beautifully shot. I think that all of the stuff intertwining with one one another was really great, um, and the transitions between the past and the present. Because I really do hate when shows just give me, like, background, but it's not well integrated into the story. They're like, oh, yeah, we forgot to tell you, like, what happened to make this character fuck up. So here you go. And they're like, woo woo right. It was a dream all along. She remembered something in her past. No, brother. <laughs> yeah, and I love how the episode ended because it was getting heavy and we needed something to, that, to pick us back up. Like, yeah. I thought it was a it was like, com- more comedic ending than I was expecting. Yeah, and also I was just like, yeah, like somebody who wronged Keyshawn needs to pay. Like, yeah, and it, of maybe all the people who like did her wrong, Wodia fairy godmother. Mmm, I would say I think so. Will or maybe uh, kill Derek for us too. Fairy godmothers grant wishes, right? Yeah, or no? That is a wish. Genie in a bottle. Genie, I don't know. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe Wodia can kill Derek for us too. Yeah, I was like, let's, sl- well, Derek don't do drugs like that. Because I would be like, yeah, slide some more fentanyl uh, his way. Uh. Like, I don't know. Maybe he got to break a bone or something and get him a prescription. I don't know. Something. Something needs to happen to Derek. Put in a, a drink. sap. <laughs> oh, but his parents are rich, so it's not easy to kill him. But his parents clearly, like, kind of disowned him, so. Fair. They kicked him out. They probably cut him off from any money. They didn't even help with the apartment. Yeah. Like Cold it world. seemed like they said, "Okay, we left you for dead." Like Cold world. They said, "You wanna, you wanna go impregnate the Negroes? You wanna All be right, a go nigger? be with them then." You wanna be a nigger? <laughs> like <laughs> that's exactly what they said. Like whoa. Yeah. So, do you have any predictions for this future storyline? Um, I'm hoping that the stepsisters help Keyshawn. Yeah, I would like to see if maybe they'll come back into the picture in the present somehow. Yeah. Like, so she can, I don't know, like, maybe she'll, I don't know, maybe that's, like, her last resort for, like, help. Mm-hmm. Maybe, I don't know. Um, Somebody. Help, please. I th- Help, please. Thinking the, um because Cliff was the narrator, I'm like, it was a choice to make Cliff the narrator over Keyshawn narrating her own story. So I'm thinking maybe Cliff and Keyshawn will reconnect. Maybe Cliff will, maybe when Keyshawn's finally ready, like, Cliff will help Keyshawn escape Derek. Yeah. Maybe that's going to be her next, like, her next, I mean, we already saw the next episode, Mm -hmm. but maybe she will, I don't know, yeah, maybe she will reach out to Cliff or someone Mm -hmm. because, you know, she's, you know, if she's trying to escape, Mm -hmm. maybe she, and Derek's going to be like, ah, ah. Like right, we so we're gonna need some outside outside uh, forces. Yeah, somebody be like Diamond Cliff, some Woody. Let's oh. all like 
Murda, it's time to let's live up to your name. Um. Oh. <laughs> uh, I guess they're canceling the tour for real. Yeah, I guess the, the tour is done. I don't don't know how we can go on. Yeah, we had a good run. Did we? Well, before this, yeah, we had a good run. <laughs> had a good run. <laughs> it seemed good. It's like literally hours before they were dancing and money. Like, ugh. damn, see how quickly niggas can die. Man, <laughs> I don't. I love that Wody was like, "Shit, I'm gonna take this into my own hands. This is the justice we deserve." This was yeah, justice for Keyshawn. This was like, we don't need cops in jail. Take these niggas out. We just like take them out. Community justice. <laughs> Community justice. Like you almost you trying to assault people, you trying to rape people. Ah, dead. Like hey. we don't need you. I literally can't be mad at it. I can't be mad at it. Like, he got what he deserved. That was a, a justified death. It was. Justified killing. If anyone could have should have died in this show, it should have been Rome. Mm. Hmm. <laughs> Amen. It should have been Derek. And it should be Derek. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I'm, it's crazy that Derek still ain't died yet. For real. Like, they're really dragging out that storyline. But, I mean, I guess, is that realistic? Yeah. So... He's like, he said, you can't get rid of me that easily. And also knowing that he's crazy, like, oh, the way he child Diamond should have taught him. She, he should have kept beating his ass. <laughs> he finally met his match in Diamond. That's why I think maybe Diamond will be the one to take out Derek. Mm, oh, how, what sweet, sweet revenge that would be. Rematch. <laughs> This week in dumb bitch news, got some real dumb bitches in the house. Got, got some, some real, real dumb, dumb bitches, bitches in the house. house. Um, actually, this week in nasty bitch news, bro. Okay, y'all with these monkeypox threads, help. We're I was scared. I couldn't read it. I was scared. I've seen the what people were saying about it, and I was like, that's all I need to know. Sorry, I have to tell you about it. Disease oh, no. will be the thing to end humanity. <laughs> I fear. Like, we're actually doomed. So, this person blocked me for saying they were a nasty-ass bitch, but you know what? I stand by my word ten toes down. It's facts. And everybody else is like, oh my god, guys, like, it's wrong to dogpile a sick person. We shouldn't do that. But I'm like, this sick person literally knew something was wrong with them and kept going outside. Yeah. Which, I mean, we've seen people have been doing that during COVID, but this was on another level. This was, yeah. This was, you, there was no way to explain this away. I've seen people be like, oh, it's my allergies for COVID. Oh, it's this. First of all, it's June. Actually, it's July. There was no pollen on the trees. Take a COVID test. (laughs) And everybody's like, but it's really my sinuses. Did you take a test? Right. I was like, have you been out and about with no mask on? I know you have. Clubs with no mask on? Take a test. Take a fucking COVID test. Just take a test. Why are you scared? And stop doing that shit. Put your fucking mask on. Why are you scared? Just take a test. Yes, I'm talking to you. (laughs) I'm like, (laughs) like, if it's just allergies, why are you so scared to take a COVID test? Like, people be fighting you down, take that COVID test when they be like, it's allergies. I'm like, did you test? There's no pollen on trees. How do you know? How do you know? I know it's allergies. Just take the test then if it's just allergies. Yeah, shouldn't be no problem. Shouldn't be no problem. Shouldn't be scared. (laughs) But then also, I get that maybe it's card now because testing is no longer free. So yeah, which kind of sucks. I'd be like, that was not smart. The government is not smart. They want us dead. They're not smart. Literally not smart. Because I was like, not to deviate too far from the story, but I was like, 
when the economy shuts down in October because literally everyone is out sick and has long-term effects. Then what? Like, when we have no one to harvest the food because everybody's sick. When we have no one to transport the food because everybody's sick. When we have no one to transport the gas because everybody's sick. Like, you want to collapse the society, don't you? All because you didn't want to do a few extra months of uh, quarantine or you you didn't want to make people scared to go out and eat in public so you could keep the economy running. This shit is fake. I was like, it's one thing to just get rid of mask mandates and have everyone outside. But I was like, we could have at least had still testing. also had testing. At least. So when people do feel sick, they can easily get tested yeah. and then stay home. But it, now we don't even have that. If you don't got insurance, you kind of shit out of luck. Yeah, like, they were like... Because who the fuck is paying $200 for a test? Bro. Not me. My ass staying in the house. And sorry, if I, I paid $200 for a test, I better had a shit too. <laughs> because I'm about to be pissed off if I took a test and I ain't got that shit. <laughs> So, I'm like, what the? And I was like, not to deviate too far from the plot, but I was like, the niggas with the no insurance, who I know ain't got no insurance, be the ones out and about. Nigga, you ain't got no insurance. Stay your ass at home. Right. At this point, I'm asking for the bare minimum. Just wear it. Keep the mask on. I'm asking for the barest minimum. God. Like, (laughs) if you're not going to wear the mask, at least test yourself once a week. Bare minimum. Bare. Like barest a fucking minimum is the test barest hmm. but anyway Man. so this monkeypox person first of all there's two accounts going around talking about the guy monkeypox there's one my monkeypox life which is just killing me oh brother. <laughs> that's the name of the account yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know it's not funny they have it because it seems like they weren't really doing anything and they just got it but mm-hmm. this person it was your fault because they started the thread on saying they were get- they noticed they were getting a lot of mosquito bites. And I was like, in New York City? In New York City? Where are the mosquitoes in New York City? In the same apartment 4B where you overpriced? <laughs> mosquito? I'm sorry. I don't believe... Like, New Yorkers, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like there's not a lot of mosquitoes in New York. Because where are they at? You don't got no grass. You don't got no trees. You don't got no water. <laughs> where the fuck is the mosquitoes breeding at? And I feel like, for the cost of living in New York, I shouldn't have no mosquito problems. Mm. I feel like I shouldn't have to deal with both of those things at once. Like, imagine paying $2,000 for a cot on a bunk bed in New York City, Manhattan, and then you also get bit up by bugs. Mm. Absolutely not. And they be fighting, <laughs> New Yorkers be fighting tooth and nail them bed bugs. So I just think each place already got they, you know, they thing. They got their own thing. Right. You got <laughs> bed bugs up there, like, down here, like, I don't know. We got mosquitoes. <laughs> So I'm like, where the fuck would you be getting bit up? And they were like, I was getting bit the fuck up. I was like, so you have more than 10 mosquito bites. That's what bit the fuck up means to me. It's like, you had a noticeable point, amount of mosquito bites on your body. Something's alarming. And I was like, in New York City, New Yorkers, please correct me if I'm wrong, but I just don't believe y'all be getting bit the fuck up in New York City. Yeah. I feel like even down here, it was like it would be rare to get more than like five mosquito bites at a time. Right. Like, There's just not that many mosquitoes. And I was yeah, like, this like is just, just not a comment. Like, last year, did you get bit the fuck up? Like, we have to, like, I don't know, notice patterns. If I'm, if one year I'm not getting bit the fuck up, if even last month I'm not getting bit the fuck up, why am I all of a sudden and getting suddenly, bit the fuck up? There's something wrong. In the same season. Hello? Hmm. So they, like, they said they didn't think anything about it and they just went about their business. I was like, um, I was like, not even no anti-itch cream or nothing. I was like, did the shit itch? Because they didn't say that they itched or anything like that. I was like, so you had itchless so like, mosquito bites? Sounds fake. Sounds okay. fake. Okay. 
Then they went to the gym. They said they came out feeling woozy, dizzy, but then they chalked it up to them working out too hard. Again, if you're normally working out and you don't normally feel woozy and dizzy, what changed? I'd be like, hmm, hmm. maybe I should go home and, I was like, and stay and rest. Y'all don't know the difference between a gym workout woozy and like, and I was like, why are you feeling woozy after you work out at the gym? That's normal? Right. I was like, hmm. I was like, maybe that should also be a red flag. Red flag. So they chalked it up to working out too hard. So I was like, okay. So then they went to go get a COVID test and it was negative. But then they said they woke up with pain in their butt that went from a zero to like a 20. And, but they were working from home because they didn't feel well. And they thought that COVID. But then here's the kicker. They left their home, their quarantine, and went to the fucking gym with a sore butt. If they thought they had COVID, even though they tested negative, why would they leave the house if you think you might have COVID? Well, because it was negative. But then even after that, if he still felt like he might have COVID, Child, because you know, false pe- negatives is real. Girl, you know people be going out with positive COVID tests. So like, <gasps> this is why I cannot leave my house. <laughs> this made me never want to go in public again, actually. I think I'm done. Like, yeah, like I'm, I was like, I mean, I was already on the train here to never leave in the house, but like, I'm really not. Yeah. Like, unless it's for work, I'm not. I'm leaving. jumping on the train with you, actually. Like you, <laughs> grocery store, that's it. Yeah, I'd be like essential locations only. only you cannot like... even catch me at the skate park no more. I learned my lesson. Like, <laughs> no, no. Screaming. If I need to go outside, we have a backyard. Like, right. I was like, I have a backyard. If I need fresh air, I can go out there. Like, like, sorry. I don't need to. I was like, I don't need to be out in the world. I was like, and y'all don't care about public health. Like, I don't need to be around. Yeah, I'm like, public mitigation doesn't work because y'all are not public responsible. Yeah, it was like, we can't count on the government. We can't count on individual people to do what's right. Yeah, either, literally so. cannot count on y'all to do what's so right. So I'm removing myself from the equation. Yeah, it's me. I'll, <laughs> it's my fault. Because I keep going. And I'm going to be the last one standing with no COVID or monkeypox. Like. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, you went to the gym with puss in your ass. Asshole Ooh. bursting at the seams. Really? Because they said zero would- to 20? Calling a doctor? Did they call a doctor? They called a doctor somewhere in between this. They went to go get a COVID test. And then I think after they went to the gym, they were like, I went to the doctor. The doctor said it might be herpes. And I was like, herpes in your ass? Maybe I'm wrong. I've never had herpes. Let me know. Like, literally not STD shaming. But I'm like, I thought it only appeared really on your mouth and genitals. Is the asshole a genital? But I mean, I guess the the asshole is close to the genitals. I guess it is a genital. But I was like, I feel like... It would appear on, you know, the main genitals before the asshole. Yeah. Like, you don't have it nowhere else besides your asshole? Some name, right? I was like, I feel like there's different, like, herpes definitely be showing up on the mouth. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you didn't have it nowhere else but your asshole? Okay. So they said they had sores and, like, lesions on their butt. And um, nobody told them about monkeypox. They kept getting, like, you know, saying STD tests, but they were like, oh, I took an STD test test on monday said i was clear of everything and nobody like mentioned monkeypox to them which i think is a failure on the health system part honestly oh big they're downplaying monkeypox so bad and it's literally going to be to our detriment Son, like it's literally jumping it's bad in the way that they were trying to say oh it's only like gay people can get it bro i was like this what is, is the fundamental difference between gay people and i guess the rest of y'all like right especially they, they were saying it's transmissible through like skin to skin contact are the gays the only ones touching? Literally. I was like, they did the same like, things what? with the AIDS crisis. They were like, oh, only gay people could get it. I was like, 
what's the fundamental difference between gay people and straight people? Nothing. Like, there's there's no, like, it didn't spawn. Right. So I was like, now we history is literally repeating itself. Eating itself. And it's monkey so virus, exhausting. monkey pox is definitely like airborne viral. Yeah. They're trying to say it's an STD or trying to like, you know, they're saying like right now it's only high risk between men and trans men and like, you know, people of like sexual deviance basically. Like your hoes, your prostitutes, Just all the sex workers. Adding to yeah. the to the And I'm like, okay, fascism? let's say it truly is only a sex worker, gay people problem. Who's servicing the, the, the sex workers? Who who's working with them? Okay. And then and then where do they go to? Oh, their homes and their partners, right? And aren't those members of society that are not gay or sex workers or, you know, other what the C D C wants to call sexual deviance? <laughs> right. So like It's wild. It's like you think we would have learned. First of all, we think yeah. would, this person would have learned, like, if you're not feeling well, like, even if you're testing negative for COVID, maybe you shouldn't go outside, like, even if it's a common cold. I don't know. Like, year three of the pandemic. And we still- If you're sick, stay, stay home. home. We should have- Even in elementary school, it's like, why are you coming to school and you runny nose sick? Like, why do we ever think that was normal? For That's real. not. Literally, be sending kids to school with a cold. Now, now the, whole, the whole- And it's like, something's going around. Yeah. Because fucking Johnny Appleseed brought it to school. <laughs> stay home i mm. get that kids can't always stay home or whatever but i'm like you a grown-ass man right like this is a grown-ass man and you what? have pus lesions seeping out your butthole onto the manicurist chair now whoever sat there next ah definitely seeping out into the manicurist chair whoever sat there next and then god like poor manicure lady uh. like Right, somebody had to clean that up. Somebody either had to clean it. Well, I didn't know if there was actual. I don't know if the pus was coming out, but if there's lesions, and you talking about a sister sit down, her sit down and fart and all that, like you definitely pop one or two. Oh, the way at my feeling so queasy. Oh, my yuck. asshole was itching so bad after I read that. Ah! I was like, I know two things. I was like, I know you didn't wipe down the gym equipment because gym niggas is just nasty. It's just what it is. Gym. Yeah. I think gyms in the future will be seen as some type of deviant activity, like how when people used to shit together in the same, like, open stall bathroom and we're like, ew. Like, that's how gyms <laughs> will eventually be looked at because there's no reason. I don't know, because niggas love the gym. Like, no, I'm saying, like, far into the future. Like, you know how we look at, like, ancient Romans and, like, they shit it together? Like, yeah, <laughs> it's the same concept as a gym, basically. <laughs> They're gonna be like, y'all worked out on the same equipment Right, together? basically. Yeah. I also know that this person wasn't wearing a mask. I guarantee you this. Like... Yeah, if they left the house feeling sick, they're no, definitely not wearing a mask or no. like no, not at all. Sick. So everybody in the spa got it. Everybody in the gym got it. And like, where do we go from here? Like, okay, where do we go? I also feel like just like half of our pandemic woes. Honestly, like probably seventy five percent really could be solved with like the MERV filtration systems installed. But for some reason, still wiping down counters. Right. Still trying to fight for getting like air purifiers and like changing out. That like, should have been the HVAC first thing. systems. Like those PPP loans like should have only been used for filtration systems. Like there's so many different things we can do besides wearing a mask. Since since y'all hate wearing a fucking mask so bad. Like there's all these other things that we could do to minimize the risk of spreading disease. But we're not doing them. Yeah. And the crown, like, reopened. I, like, still searching because crown was already hot as shit. When we mm. was in no airflow. 
I was looking on anything when they were talking about reopening. I literally was searching. I was right, like, but like, have y'all updated your filtration. AC? AC like, at the least fil- air filtration. Filtration. Something? I didn't want to be the bad person to say it, but I was like, this is very. I, I bet they did. I bet they did. I bet it's the same old hot ass place. Oh, as before. Absolutely. No air filter, like nothing. I'm like, how is this an airborne disease? And we're just like, yeah, fuck the air filter. That doesn't make any sense. Like, right? Be like, well, it's airborne. Let's try to clean the air. You think it's like, I. Uh, I don't know. I'd be like, there's so much common sense. Oh, people aren't even that... staying home when they're ne- when they're positive now. Like I've seen tweets and people talking about like, oh yeah, like I work um, in a restaurant and somebody came up and they were like, can I, can we sit outside? I just tested positive for COVID. Oh yeah. I saw that tweet. I was like, I would have um, smacked the shit out of I'd be person. like, you need to leave the establishment. Like what is wrong with y'all? Like it's like... airborne. So now person walking and it's like, I feel like if you're trying to quote unquote do the right thing, like. If you want to like go outside for a walk or you know go to the park, you can't even do that anymore because there's probably somebody who's fucking positive out there being like, "Well, I'm outside. Yeah, the shit is airborne. It's traveling on the air and infecting the rest of us." Hello, that's why I be wearing a mask outside too. Literally sometimes. now, like, like I'm, I mean, there's not a bunch of people that'll be out and about in my neighborhood. So when I like, if I'm like taking the trash out or something, like I don't need to wear a mask, mm-hmm. but like. I don't know. Like, if I was going to walk around my neighborhood, I would wear a mask. Because it's like, why are you leaving the house at all? Like, I'm sorry you need to sit in your house and think about <laughs> your actions and, like, <laughs> like call it a day. Unless you have private property to sit out on the back of. Yeah. You gotta stay in your house. Sorry. Like, no, you cannot go out for fresh air or wear a fucking mask. Like, you breathe in the fucking particles everywhere. It's crazy. It really is wild. I don't know. And then I... I also, it's wild. Some people are like, they were out and about, they had their fun, and now they're like, oh, it's getting scary. I'm staying in the house <laughs> now. Hmm. I was like, do we not see the correlation between everyone being outside, no mask on, and suddenly COVID cases are increasing, and suddenly monkeypox is ev- is increasing? <laughs> that tweet, I, know I tweet wonder talking what about. the correlation that could person was be. like, yeah, I need to stay inside now. It's getting scary. I was like, girl, you made it scary. What the fuck? Right, I was like, are we not what are we not seeing the correlation between y'all going out with no mask and suddenly no, everyone's getting sick? They're not. What's not clicking? What's not clicking? Like, what's not clicking? <laughs> like, what's not clicking? And like, it's not what? y'all are going out to do anything important. Y'all are going out to the same club to see the same gay people, to eat the same food. Like, y'all are not doing anything exciting. None of you. I've seen the Instagram post. It's the same old shit that we were doing pre-pandemic. Like, y'all are not doing- It's the same old clubs, the same old shit. Like, it's the same old music, same old dancing, same same old old drinks. You're not missing anything if you don't go out. It's honestly more expensive. And it's expensive. I know y'all broke too. Stay in the fucking house and save some money. I don't know. Like, there's- I just feel like there's- I don't know. Like, we're just in this cyclical, like- perpetual it's exhausting yeah like a perpetual flex it's like you are i don't know like learn a skill get a hobby it's every day like yeah i have to like show my instagram story this boomerang of me drinking cheap champagne and orange juice uh at brunch you could do that at home if you must organize a brunch at your house with hello i was like private events like private are, events you know? really could be booming right now the private chef industry really could have been booming right now i could have a full-time job but anyway like <laughs> but it's like private events definitely could be booming like if you must small house party because who are you going to like go to the club with you want to enjoy the music and you want to be with your friends 
private dance party in your room. You don't even have right. to wear pants. And I feel like, and even then, like sometimes, like you gotta be careful of how many people yeah. is coming to your shit. You, you have to, need to make PCR, sure that test people board. have taken tests so that you can at least try to yeah. minimize the people who might be positive right. coming to your shit. Because I'm like, yeah, like you're having a private event, but if two of y'all got COVID, right? I mean, that's what I'm saying. But like private event, you have more control or whatever. Yeah, and it's like less. It's not like less exposure to like the other people who might just be around yeah like, and you're hoping that your friends care about you and have some community with you to be like i'm feeling ill right. i'm gonna stay home but and you'd think they'd also wear masks regularly when they're like outside of that event so maybe when they go and if they do take their mask off they can be like right. okay like i know i haven't like been exposed to anybody right i don't know girl because one of my friends texted me yesterday and was like look at what my crazy ass friend sent me talking about come over but we have covid like and we could stand <laughs> six feet apart i was like them people, i wanted to be like them people do not give a fuck about you. y'all are stupid i was like like i have to say y'all are stupid lacking intelligence a lot of it lacking like, intelligence lacking a IQ lot of intelligence one. like and i'm like I be, i'm arguing with niggas on yik yak about covid shit i don't know, I don't know why you doing that I don't know. I was just like, COVID's still real. Like, wear your mask. And they're like, stop living in fear. I'd be like, I want to go through the phone and slap the shit out you of y'all. You should be living in fear. What's not clicking? I was like, is common sense prevention living in fear? I don't know. Or I don't know like, why y'all not scared. Y'all not scared? I'm scared. Hello. I was like, it's getting bad. Like, And I was like, in a few months or however long when people start exhibiting long COVID symptoms, then they're going to be like, oh my God, who could have saw this coming? There's no infrastructure in place. They hate disabled people. I can't get this. I can't do that. And it's like whole time you could have prevented this if you had worn a mask or stayed inside. For the people who um, were going out with no mask and shit, I'm talking to y'all. Not if not if you like you did what you could and but you still managed to get it because the other people like, yeah. weren't doing what they could. Like... I mean... Like, don't we see how it's all connected? I wish people... God. I mean, baseline is, like, community. Nobody cares about each other, so, you know... Exactly. I don't care. Like, they're just like, I want to go out and have fun. Right. I want to live my life. Like, I can't put my life on hold just because some of y'all might be vulnerable to this deadly disabling disease. And you know what? Like, oh... What is so special about your life? Nothing. What is so special about your life? Nothing. You're not doing shit. Nothing is special about your life. You are not an anomaly. You are not you know, this great, interesting person. Honestly, you are a follower. Uh, you wear the same shit everybody else wears. Like, all your Instagram photos look the same. You dance the same as everyone else. You eat, eat the same fucking food. You have no brain or, you know, sense of direction other than what you see on TikTok, and then you go try it because you're a follower. Like, your life is nothing important. It, in the grand scheme of themes, even me. I'm not saying I'm better than anybody else, even though I am. But <laughs> in the grand scheme of things, none of our lives matter. They're not something so spectacular and wonderful and unique that you just must be seen. Nobody gives a fuck. Nobody even notices you. Stay the fuck home. <laughs> and speaking of idiots and not unique and y'all stink, um, fucking v- vabbing shit. I'm telling no. you, that TikTok ad I is was... really going to be the detriment of America. Nah, because the thing is, vabbing is not even new. I know like, it's I've not. I heard about this years ago, like on YouTube. So I was like, why are they bringing this back? Because it's literally cyclical. Everything like, on TikTok so is just Tumblr and they just Twitter. They're bringing back old shit and reintroducing it to a new, new audience. New name. It's, it's like, literally cloning Like, I know it has its recent hoodoo, so I'm going to try and like tiptoe and whatever. But what I can't. Oh, I didn't know that. Like, it definitely does. I know that, like, but it's not used to attract a partner. It's to, attract, it's to keep a partner. Mm. Like, this is something you would do, like, 
if your partner is cheating on you or like to bring them back to you. It's not like a, I want to attract, I don't know, whatever. It's similar. If it reminds me of like the period blood and the sauce kind of ordeal, mm. <laughs> like to like keep a person, um, very Baduism. But I was like, all I can say is you bitches do not possess the delectable coochie fluids that you think you do. You are not Erica Badu. <laughs> so let's, let's stop this before we get ahead of ourselves. I'm screaming. <laughs> Basically, vabbing is like sticking your fingers up your vagina, then dabbing the f- secretion fluid on like pressure points as if it's perfume. Do we know perfume is not expensive anymore? This is not 17th century France. <laughs> like, it's like they have cheap perfume. They have I cheap guess. perfume. If you must, I'm bath not really and, a perfume girl. Bath and Body Works also like they were like it's for your pheromones. You excrete pheromones all the time. Right. I was like, it's the pheromones is just a natural smell. It's a natural thing. You don't have to do anything to have pheromones like or for people to smell them. Like, like we smell you. We smell. Trust me. We do. <laughs> also, I'm like, we just need comprehensive science education because I was like, OK, you one already excrete pheromones all the time. That's why like that's what your natural body odor is. If you don't put on deodorant after a shower or whatever, some of y'all stink. Yes. But like. <laughs> That's what the natural body odor is. It's pheromones. And it's also why typically around your ovulation period, you will get more male attraction, whether you want it or not. Like that's during because, ovulation. Yeah, we got the, them extra pheromones. Yeah. Cause like you say, we ovulate and we ovulate. Literally, I do not like, go outside during ovulation week. It's bad for me. <laughs> it's bad for me. Niggas. Ah, help. <laughs> like. I'd be screaming one day. Like I'd just be like super. I'd be like, duh, 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 duh. and I'd be, then I'd look at my period app, and I was like, yeah, makes sense. Yeah, and that's why you get period <laughs> horny, like where it's like this ravenish like beast, like. Bro, it'd be bad. Help! I'd be like what the fuck is going? And then I'd be like, oh, oh yeah, my yeah, I'm ovulating. Yeah, mm-hmm. that'd be me. I'd be like, I'd be get, I'd be getting pissed off. I'd be this is I track my period the old fashioned way. I'd be get I check how if I'm getting extra pissed off easily i'm like hmm then i look at the calendar full moon coming hmm my craving red meat hmm and then if i'm <laughs> like detrimentally horny it's over it's over i mean like <laughs> why did i get horny and i just looked at the wall like <laughs> bro it'd be like anything anything but literally it'd be like one thing will set my mind i'll be like hmm then it's like oh. i've like why am i thinking over Son. here like <laughs> it's so bad for me literally this is ovulation week i'm feral like <laughs> i think my ovulation thing just passed so i'm good now queen <laughs> yeah i'm feral like yesterday i was pissed at anything like <laughs> um yeah like it's all connected i don't know do we need to have like sex ed for adults Instead of Instagram info, in- we do. Instead of info, because it's a lot of things people don't know, and they have the audacity. I'm sorry, like a lot of this we learned in high school, and if you wanted to follow up, books are available. Um, you motherfuckers need to read. It's not that you can't; it's that you don't want to. Um, please get a card at your local library. Bro, it's everyday Instagram <laughs> infographics, and that's it. Canva mm. Pro, not even Pro, <laughs> Canva <laughs> regular. <laughs> but it's like I don't know all of this. I don't know. So people were freaking out about it. They were like, oh my God, like I would dump a girl if she ever did this. But I was like, you know what? I don't think I have anything to worry about because everyone I've seen boasting about vabbing looks stank in the face anyway. So I would never approach them, <laughs> pheromones or not. Um, so I'm good. I typically don't go, like literally everybody. I was like, you look like you would do that. Screaming. And they're like, I've tried everything. They're like, guys, it really people. works. Like this one girl, it made me laugh so hard because... <laughs> <laughs> Um, 
she was like, guys, it works, it works. And she was like, today at the pool, I got these two beers, cheap ass beers, one a Corona and one a like a Natty Bow type beat. And I was like, and then she got like a hairspray perfume pack. She was like, this guy came back with this for me. And I was like, hairspray? And it was like not even a full bottle. It was like the mini travel size. Girl. I was like, you were wearing a bikini. I was like, I would bet it was off the bikini before the vaginal secretions. Right. Like. I'm dead. You weren't ooh the poom poom. Like, ooh the poom poom. Like. <laughs> I have a floral. P- and everybody's like, I'm vegan, so it smells floral. No, you vegan bitches. If the Floral. if it's anything like the farts, it's worse. <laughs> Screaming, they're like, it smells like flowers. It do not, <laughs> you vegetarian bitches. It do not. <laughs> Am I still gonna eat it? Yes, but it do not taste like flowers. Like to be like, I taste like Skittles. I eat pineapple. <laughs> Somebody lying. Okay. Tastes like crab legs. I was down like, here. ah. Like tastes like shrimp. Like. <laughs> Like y'all need to be make sure you're using that soap and what, <laughs> bro? Like, what happened? Like, is and then I'll be like, everybody be like, I'm this irrethal being. I'm a witch. I practice, but we do all this, all this witchcraft and shit to get a man. Hello, for a man. Day, it's like I need to attract the the male gender. Like, oh, I want to okay. attract the alpha male. Huh? It's giving pick me, like, pick me. I'll do anything for a man. It's giving low self-esteem. All this is giving low mm-hmm. self-esteem. True. Like, if you do, if you're doing this vabbing thing with the express goal of attracting, attracting a man. It's giving low self-esteem. Mm. Same for you bitches that be talking and bragging. If you eat male ass, that's your business. Like, whatever you do in the bedroom, I'm sure what I do is nasty to somebody. Whatever. <laughs> I don't care. But... You bitches boasting and bragging that you eat man ass and that you like to jiggle his butt cheeks while you do it all this is giving low self-esteem. I'm scared of you bitches. I will never be like you. <laughs> I will never be like you. Yeah, I just be like, okay. Like, like you're bragging? We didn't need to share this information. At 10 a.m.? Ugh. 10 a.m.? I love eating man, my man's ass. Bro, <laughs> I need a husband. That's why I'm, it's too freak. Blah, blah, blah. I do freak shit. Like, I it's like, it's like look at me. I'm a freak. I'm a freak. I'm a freak. We don't care. Everybody's fucking freak. We don't care. If you was on Tumblr in 2014, like, you are a certified freak. Like, it's what it is. <laughs> and I'm like, y'all don't even be doing freak shit. Y'all just be doing nasty shit. It'd be regular shit. Regular shit. They'd be like, I participate during sex. I'm a freak. Right. They'd be like, when they when they eat it and finger at the same Help! time. Help! <laughs> oh my God. First of all, like, regular Saturday night in lesbian land. Is that, I was like, is that not just regular? I, I don't. Okay. I thought it was I regular. I was, like, I was like, it's gonna happen at some point. When they say they be no going for like shit. 20 minutes, I'd be like, mm. 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 <laughs> First of all, let me introduce you to the four hour session. Like, screw me. <laughs> I'm like, this is regular, regular shit, but whatever. I don't know. Right. I was like, but all this to get a man. Sad. I was like, so you need to do some self-reflections, some inner work. Like, what do you want for yourself? Because everything I hear, every, like, first it was, like, divine feminine. Then it was being a homemaker, and I don't want to work. I just want to be a housewife and serve my man, my man, my man. What do you do for yourself? What do right, you like, like what, to do? What dreams and hobbies do you have? What ambitions do you have? Do you want to go to school? Do you want to be a cosmetologist? Like, what do you want to do with your life? 
Because at the end of the day, guess what? Who's going to be in the casket alone? You. Not the man. The man will not be beside (laughs) you. The man probably won't even pay for the funeral. The man, as soon as you're dead, your body won't even be cold. He's going to roll off top of you and find another bitch. (laughs) Sad, but it's true. situations. I want y'all to have lives outside of your partners, please. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird, but like that's very much the society. It's like, oh, you need like you need a partner. You need a romantic partner. There's nothing wrong with wanting one. But it'd be like it'd be like people who are young. They'd be like under twenty five. Talking about I need to get married. I need a man. I need this. I'd be like, we're kind of still young. You need a journal. Like get to know yourself. Literally, you know, nothing wrong with dating. I fully know yourself. Like, yeah, date around. I, but it's like they be wanting to get hitched and like ride off into the sunset. Yeah, it'd be like I'm looking for a marriage. Like I'm trying to find my husband. Like I'm trying to get married. If you like, stumble and to... fall into that, that is great. But when you go into relationships looking purposefully for marriage, you will settle for anything because you are looking for marriage and not an appropriate partner. Yeah, skipping Nicki Minaj. I don't know. Hell. <laughs> It'd be like, I don't That like, woman I, got married for that last name and nobody can convince me otherwise. <laughs> she saw that last name and said, regardless of what the fuck you got going on, I'm going to marry you because I want to be Mrs. Petty. That's the type of bird she is. I know it is. I just, I don't know. Like, I get how, like, women are socialized to be like, oh, like, you need a man, you need a partner, you got to do this. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're single, you're like some old hag. Like, you're nothing without a relationship type shit. So I'm like, okay, but. Maybe we could spend this time unlearning that rather than like aspiring to be like, oh, I need a man. I need a man. Like these, let me tell you first and foremost, these niggas is not worth a damn, a damn and a half even. Like it's like taking care of a child. Mm. It's literally like taking care of a like Keyshawn and Derek on P Valley. Like once these niggas get comfortable, it's like taking care of a child. They want to move in with you. Yes, I'm talking from previous experience. They want to move in with you. <laughs> they asking when you gonna cook for me. They asking can I borrow your car, nigga? What? <laughs> you know that nigga tried to borrow my car after three weeks. I'm screaming after three weeks. Son, I was like, can you get me some flour from the store? His big. Oh, give me your keys to your car, nigga. What? Huh? Hmm? He asked, give me your food stamp card. Nigga, huh? Hmm? Flowers a dollar. You don't got a dollar on you? Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Big man, big man, big man. Like, Oof. yeah. Hope he's doing terrible. These niggas is not worth a damn. Like, do not put your stake in them. And everybody want to build their man. I want to build my man up. As soon as that nigga, get, what Kanye say? As wrong as that man say, when he get on, he going, what? He going, what? Leave your ass from a white girl. <laughs> Happens every time. I'm sorry. It's sad. Happens every time. Like, as soon as you, they get built up and they feel like they're too good for you, they're going to leave you. Huh? And you should mm. do the same. Do not date broke niggas. What do you gain? Broke niggas are the meanest ones, too. I mean, I'd go so far as to say, don't date men at all. Now, Save yourself. If you want to go down that path and not live that life, that is on you. I... <laughs> Have been saved. I would no longer. Amen. I would no Hallelujah. longer be doing that. Um, <laughs> but you know, if you were not so blessed, <laughs> then <laughs> all I can hope is one that at least listens and cares about you to the bare minimum. Yeah, that's that's the bare minimum. Bare minimum. One that you know at least cares about you to even consider your opinions and consider an orgasm for you. Like a word. Subpar relationship. And you don't even be orgasming him. Mm. Mm. 
Sad. Sad. Not me though. Not me though. I'm finna get mine. <laughs> Even when I was dating men, I always made sure to get mine. Like always. Period. And I would boo a nigga. Yeah. <laughs> like boo, you suck. Like. <laughs> um. Takeaways. Um. Stop going out when you sick. I don't care. I'd go so far to, as to say stop going out, period. Oh, yeah. But you niggas don't listen. When you say go out, you mean like, yeah. Like unnecessary events. Yeah. There's no reason that Instagram sh- should be clogged with all events. Like unnecessary events? Like, did you need to go? No. So you should stay your ass home. And then or you complain you, you broke go, the next day. Like, that's crazy to me. Hello. Or if you do go, keep your mask on. If you need, if you need to drink or eat, do it away from the crowd. What happened to pre-gaming? And then come back and put your mask on. What happened in pre Like that's that would be getting me because I'd be seeing in these videos people post, it'd be like they're not even like drinking and stuff. It's like just they're down. just out. No mask. I'd be Y'all like, ugly if you're anyway. Not, you don't even have the excuse of eating or drinking. Keep your fucking mask they on. They want everybody put to see on. their face. Take it with you to the function. <laughs> like, what? I don't know. Like, I don't know how to get through to you. Like, no, I feel like it's not gonna get through to people unless they get sick. Like which I'm like, we're try- trying to prevent you from getting sick. Trust me, you don't want to get sick. Like, like, hello? I was like, you don't know how it's going to affect your body. Yeah. You don't know what the long-term effects are going to be. Right. And y'all are out here willingly breathing in everyone's germs and shit. Make it make sense. Like, at least at the bare minimum, wear a fucking mask. Year three. Year three. <laughs> and I'm still t- saying the same old shit. It's like... Y'all make me sick. I feel like a teacher. I'm just a broken record. I am nothing but a record. Nothing but a broken record telling you to wear a mask. And if you can, get a N95 or KN95 mask. Like, stop wearing these little cloth masks if you can afford it. Like, what are y'all... I'd be seeing celebrities with cloth masks on. I'd be like, are you kidding me? Like, you have money. Like, I'd be... Not not even people that are celebrities, but I know people who are... they clearly well off. Right. Why are you wearing a cloth mask? If you have the means, please get a good mask. Get one with because the, the cloth fit. shit is not enough. If you're gonna do surgical, I would say do the kid surgical. That's what I started doing. It has a better fit. I mean, mm, yeah, I wear yeah. ninety. You gotta make sure your fit is like tight. Sealed. Like there's no gaps. Yeah, like, the kids mask have a better fit. If you, because I know when I'm skating, I prefer to wear a surgical mask just because the N95 it can get hot under there. Um, I mean, is it hard to breathe? It's harder to breathe. Yeah like objectively mm-hmm. harder to breathe um so i'll like do a kid's like surgical mask plus i felt like since i was outside or whatever it'd be better but yeah i would say kids fit is better and tighter if you must wear a surgical mask because i do know the k and 95s can be like mm-hmm. i mean if you're not if doing you, no if you're not doing strenuous if you're not doing anything strenuous i would say str- like just for every day yeah for know, every day yeah the KN- get your kn95 and 95 like the way we're gonna be wearing the gas mask in two years me, so i was thinking that. i was like do i need to upgrade Literally, my mask i was like from my kn95 like one ahead of the pack because if when i have when i go back into the workforce um <laughs> i'm screaming you a bald head with your uh gas mask <laughs> on I'm honestly here. kind of that's kind of a punk rock look i like that yeah <laughs> Yeah, just stop making stupid decisions. In stop every going facet. With no mask on. In every facet, but especially with regards to COVID. Because as we can see, we're about to head into another big wave. Girl, we in a wave. Because you Look. niggas can't keep your masks on. 
You have to go out and mingle with all of everyone else's germs. I don't understand. Don't understand. Hope everyone has a good week, though. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>